What is up, guys? It's been a hot minute. It's been a while, but we are back up and running again with lots to talk about with baseball, basketball, and the NFL. Been lit, boy. Everything goes. We now return you to regular programming. All right, so kicking off, Nationals World Series winner. You predicted it. Congratulations. Yeah, I predicted it, but I predicted them to play the Yankees. Um, but, you know, I still feel good because I picked that way back in March. We do you want to... No, I guess we won't talk about it. It's sad to talk about the Yankees that what they lost, you know. I give it up for the Nationals. The Nationals were, I feel like, an underdog going into that wild card game. You know, they won. Strasburg didn't pitch game six. And then he comes out and pitches game... Soto, I'm shocked, didn't win MVP. Uh, Strasburg got it, but... Oh, speaking of Strasburg, he, he uh, the parade is tomorrow. Yeah. And the parade kicks off at 12, uh, 2 o'clock down in Washington, D.C. and around the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be awkward for Strasburg because he has to opt out of his contract before noon tomorrow. And Why? Th- that, that's just how the rules are. He has to opt out tomorrow. So he'll if he opts out, he'll actually be in that parade possibly is not a Washington national anymore. There's a funny no, he has four years left on his deal. He's got four Why years. Why is he opting out then? It's in his contract. He, has, he can do that. He has four years left, $100 million. He'll make $25 million next year, 15 the next two, and then 45 the last year. That's still a lot of money. He's going to be making $30 million a year somewhere, whether it's with the Nationals, whether they uh, re- restructure his contract, redo it. Um, but him and uh, Cole – are going to be big-time uh, pickups this year for somebody. And they're, they're saying Cole can make anywhere from seven years to seven years to 230 to $240 million next year. Is it crazy that Bryce Harper leaves and the Nationals win a World Series? What's funny is Bryce Harper's first interview in front of the Phillies newscast. Oh, remember yeah, how, he, remember how stuff, he was yeah. like, yeah, we're going to bring it home to D.C.? But you got to understand something. The guy has been with D.C. his whole career. Oh, I'm not making and, fun of him. I'm saying it's, it's oh, crazy. Oh, but they were, they were ripping him. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they were ripping him bad. I mean, everything from uh, those GIFs to freaking uh, articles everywhere. Is it GIF or is it GIF? Uh, it depends how you say it. Potato, potato. I call it a GIF. Um but they they destroyed him, and you know that's that's horrible. That's that's the hard. That's what you think about when you win the championship is Bryce Harper. You know, I had a lot of people say it's crazy that they paid this guy so much money. Now these people don't even watch baseball. They how they paid this guy so much money and they didn't even win. You gotta understand, Bryce Harper's a stepping stone in the right direction. He first of all, he can't win all these games for you. They need pitching desperately. That's why, I like, as much as I want the Yankees to go up to Garrett Cole, like, the Phillies need to go full out. Where they, they probably have enough money to get both those guys. Yeah. You know what You know what surprises me about the World Series? Is I knew I knew from this I, – well, I said earlier that their pitching staff was going to be great. Yeah. But I can't believe that the Nationals went in there and just – I don't want to say – They dominated at their home – at the Houston's home field. Well, the weird the – weird, what I was going with this is the weird thing is, is, first of all, no home team won a game. No. It was all road teams that won a game, and I think I don't know if that's the first time ever in baseball history. But the thing that surprised me was they the Nationals they pitched all their studs, you know, the last game, Game Seven. Why didn't the Astros do the same thing with Cole? You know, they 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 had their best pitcher available, and they didn't throw him. How weird what's, is what's that? What's funny is Cole it's Game and, Seven. Cole and Verlander got lit up, but Cole Cole said he was ready. And that, and he, and 
they didn't bring him in, Not which enough. was weird. I mean, they were up two to nothing at a point. They could have brought him in right then and there and let him pitch four innings or so, mm-hmm. and then went to a Peacock or went to or wherever they had to go. Mm-hmm. But the shocking thing is, is Verlander is good in the playoffs. Yeah, in the World Series, he's horrible, and. In 30 starts in the playoffs, he has 187 and two-third innings pitched. In the playoffs, he's 14 and 11, 3.40 ERA with 205 strikeouts. Mm-hmm. He's 0 and 6 in the World Series with a 5.68 ERA. Who does that remind you of? Kershaw. Yeah. Kershaw, another stud pitcher that gets the job done all season long, gets the job done, but in the playoffs, can't get it done. I don't know. It's it's it was cool. It was cool to see a younger team of people you don't really know for the Nationals come out and win. Uh and I feel like Houston they hit the ball. It's just it's every time they went up, the Nationals out hit them. Yeah. And you saw that with Soto. Soto was a huge factor in that game and uh Howie Kendrick, huge factor. Well, I got to tell you. Um you know, mom and I we we took our long vacation. We went we went down to uh down to Boonesburg, Maryland, and we rented a cabin down on the battlefield. And the four of us, uh, we went down to D.C. on Friday. Mm-hmm. And the atmosphere down there for the Nationals was insane. I can bet. I mean, it was crazy. Um, I don't think that these people, I don't think, at first, they don't, I don't think during the beginning of the year, no one believed that they were going to be there. You know, they were like, no, I don't almost, think anyone did. They were last in their division for a while. The hitting wasn't there. I mean, and they then, went to talk going into the season was the Phillies, Phillies and Braves. Yeah, but they got hot, and when they got hot, man, they turned it on. But I'm telling you, everywhere we went down there, that's all you heard was about the Nationals. And I totally forgot that the, the, the game three was going on in mm-hmm. that in Washington. Yeah. And we got into D.C., and I saw the sign for traffic for later on for the World Series. I'm like, oh, my God. It was crazy. Getting out of there. Getting out of D.C. was a complete nightmare because yeah. people were coming in and traffic was crazy, absolutely yeah. crazy. I'm excited that the Nationals won. It's a team I am. you haven't seen. I mean, it's their first World Series franchise win. Um, so, I mean, I didn't want to see Houston win again. I'm starting to really hate Houston, and that's sad because like, I like a lot of those players, but I'm just tired of losing to them. Well, when's, the when's the last time a National League team won the World Series? You think Boston won it last year. Houston won it the year before. Was it the Giants before that or St. Louis? Who who won it before? Because then you go back to like Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City. But who beat the Indians? I don't know. Was, was it the was Cubs? It? Yeah, the Cubs. Yeah. So the Cubs were the last team. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Before we get into some Yankees talk, uh, did you see that Carlos Beltran is going to be the new Mets manager? Yeah. I just saw it today. Uh, he got signed and uh, Joe Girardi to the Phillies, which I think that is going to be huge for and the Phillies. I... I'm sad because I love Joe Girardi so much, and I, I'm not a big, you know, I don't really support the Phillies, but uh, they got a steal. He's a great coach. He's going to turn that team around. Also saw the old St. Louis coach just went to the Kansas City Royals. Um, but Joe Girardi, and, you know, Joe Girardi could possibly take other coaches with him, like Larry Rothschild that we'll get into. But um, um, do you agree that the Yankees should uh, should have opted out of Incarnacion's contract? They declined his $20 million option. I agree if, because he's going to get $20 million next year, and mm-hmm. he's not going to play permanently at first base. It's a, rot- a rotating position. Yeah, I, I agree if uh, the rumors have it today that they're talking about bringing him back under a new deal. Yeah. 
uh, that would be great. The Yankees are teetering with the luxury tax again, and they're going to go over it this year, yeah. and they have to play their cards right. They're going to have a couple holes they're going to have to fill. Uh, I think with the way our first basemen are, you know, Voight, he's good. He gets hurt. You Bird, play there. Bird you, you never know what's going on I with Bird. About Bird. I mean, he's actually playing in the Dominican Republic right now uh, so he can get some bats. Yeah. Um, the thing with Incarnacion is I don't think – I think you definitely need to reconstruct a new deal. I don't think he deserves that much money. I mean, I think he's twenty millions a lot for I think a part timer coming down. I mean, you think he Stat- went statistically wise? No, he's not. I mean, he went one for eighteen with eleven strikeouts in the ALCS. in the postseason. But he's still hitting the heck out of the ball. He had almost forty home runs. Yeah, thirty four home runs. His strikeouts are down. His walks are up. So he is he is playing for his age. He's 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 a stud. Yeah, I mean, with the Yankees, he he hit two forty nine, thirteen home runs. Um, but he missed the final two months with that oblique injury. Yeah, and, and and that's what I mean. That's why I think if you bring him back, you bring him back under a, a like different a veteran's deal. deal almost. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say a veteran's deal because I think a veteran's deal is like $2 million a year. Yeah. He'll never sign for that because you know, there's teams out there that can use him, especially if J.D. Martinez walks for Boston. Boston, <laughs> that's a landing spot for him. You know, he can go there and play first base in DH there. Yeah, I don't mean I don't want that. I don't want to uh, see that happen. But they're talking about Toronto's another team that could be on him because he can go back to Toronto where he used to play. Yeah. Um. There's there's a lot of lot of free agents that are going to be coming up this year, and Damn. the market's going to be hot. Yeah. There's a lot of good pitchers, man. Zach Wheeler. Uh, who's that? That Rue from uh, the Dodgers. Yeah. Um. You got. Uh, is it Granky? Is he a free agent, or did they extend him? I'm not sure, honestly. But I'm not sure. you you have a lot of guys that are going to be coming up, and uh, that can change a lot of teams. And the Yankees, they have to be all in for new pitching. They need yeah. it. Oh, absolutely. They really do. Now you have the Yankees announced pitching coach Larry Rothschild won't return. You agree with that? Disagree with that? I don't know. I mean, sometimes they say change is good. Um, He's been there since 2011. I, what have we seen I, since 2011? I just don't think it's on him. I really don't. I mean, I don't think it's on. No, I, I don't think one pitching coach honestly can dictate how great the pitching is. No, but I think we do. I think we do need a change. I you think have, you have Aaron Boone came in. I think I, it's I don't. Time to I end. don't. I don't think our problem is the pitching coach per se. I think our problem, and I said this before in the last podcast, is our pitchers. They're we're not getting enough out of them as far as innings. We're not getting the workhorses like I said we needed last time. These guys are throwing a lot of pitches in short amount of innings, and I know we have a great bullpen, but look what happened in the playoffs. We we used our bullpen too much. Yeah. Um, I think uh, we need horses. We need guys that can go and give you 200 innings and, you know, that can extend innings. I don't believe in the whole let's get five out of them and go to the bullpen every yeah. night. I don't think that's a good deal. I don't think it's good for them. Now, our team has pitching was a 4.31 ERA that ranks six in the AL. I definitely think that it's time that we need a change, and that's why, you know, we've been talking off off podcast. How- you know, you – you you're gonna have some good pitchers coming up. You have you're gonna you have Garcia have, coming up. You, you have Bumgarner. You have uh, uh, Dallas Keuchel. You have Wait, Garrett Cole. What are you talking about? I'm talking about free agents. I'm talking about workhorses oh. that we can get to come in and eat up innings. Um, we have a couple young kids, Debbie Garcia. We have guys down there that could come up, but we mm-hmm. we have got to improve. And we got Montgomery coming back. Yeah. My ha- biggest thing is I think we go full out for Garrett Cole, and my reason for this is you don't need outfield. You don't need infield. You don't really need bullpen because you got Patance to come back and Chapman wants to come back. What else do you need? We need starting pitchers. Well, I disagree with the outfield. We, we need outfielders. I think I think Clint Frazier and Talkman will fill those two spots I, in Greenlee. I, I hope they do. But and you still have Aaron Judge and you and, still have Brett Gardner. And what, what is another thing I was right on? Aaron Hicks. Hicks. Okay. Hicks. But you take him out. We easily fill that void. But Aaron Hicks is now going to be out for 10 months. They're saying he might not be back till June or July of next year. Imagine we saw a nice comeback by Ellsbury this year. 
No, Ellsbury's <laughs> done. They want to get rid of him. I mean, he's going to he, he just sat back and made $21 million for doing nothing. Yeah. Um, we have to get younger in the outfield. Um, Something has to get done. I mean, they, they have to bring Gardner back. I mean, Gardner is a workhorse. Gardner is an absolute workhorse. They're going to have to sign him to a veteran's minimum, get him on board. Um, his numbers are a little bit declined besides home runs. We need we need young guys. We need speedsters. We need I, guys to I steal bases. I think Frazier and Talkman will be two good improvements for I us. I hope so. I mean, Frazier's had his chance. He's got to get up there, and his he's got to play better defense. To, yeah. Now, I think uh, I think Rothschild will definitely – I think he'll end up going to Philly with Girardi just because they have a great relationship. And if they if the Phillies can land Rothschild, I think that's good. I think that they will that will be huge for their bullpen and their pitching. I wouldn't just in be general. surprised if he goes with Girardi. I really wouldn't. I, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just saying I, I wouldn't be surprised because they have history together. And – I could see him going here, or I could see him going with the Mets because you know he he the bell train was with the Yankees and he lives in New York. He wanted to travel you know, for. It's cool now. Hmm. This we can drive down to a Phillies game, try and get Joe Girardi's autograph. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, another another key position they're talking about is is what's going to happen with Didi. Wait. Yeah. I was well. I was going to get into that. I was to say so. And Yankees get Lindor to replace Didi. Agree or disagree? Oh, I agree with that. hundred percent. What? I really do. He's younger. He's only 24 years old. He's the second top-ranked defensive player in the league. Plus, he's a great say, offensive player. I'll let you say your part, then I'll talk. Uh, Didi, I don't – you know, Didi's coming off an injury, and he looked he looked bad. Uh, he is getting uh, long in the tooth. He's getting older. I think he's like what? I don't know if I've heard that expression before, long in the tooth. Yeah, older. But I just think if you can if you could replace him with, with anybody, and I, don't get me wrong, I like Didi. I yeah. really do. But if you could replace him with someone like Lindor, yeah. you have to do it. All right. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Do I think Lindor would be a huge improvement? Absolutely. It's going to cost a lot, though. My biggest thing, you have to trade for him, first of all. No, you don't. He's a free agent. Is he? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Are we positive on this? Yes. Do we have somebody to look this up for us right now? No. Okay. Aaron Judge, Gary Sanchez, Luis Severino, Glaber Torres. Got to get paid. You get Lindor. How are you making money for all that? Also, you want to get Garrett Cole on top of that. Gotta understand something, baseball. There's no salary cap. Oh, I know. There's no salary cap. I know. Number one, five years we've had DD Gores. How has he played for us? Great. Absolutely. You could probably but, argue that DD is a top three shortstop right but now. But since he's come back from injury, his his numbers are so low. He's so late. He looks so different out there. This is his first and, year that we've really seen DD deal with an injury. And this could be an injury that it changes his career forever. Yeah, I'm sure they said that about Derek Jeter. You know, shoulder injuries and and Tommy John surgeries and stuff like that are nothing to mess around you with. You know, five years, DD's bat 269, 360 RBIs, 97 home runs, and an on base percentage of 313. I understand. Those and stats I, are great. Like, like my biggest thing is. Didi has not played bad for us. Like you can truly and say, I'm not saying that he has. we have been He's blessed. Played for bad Didi. this year, so it's almost like why fix something that's not broken? Okay, I understand everything you're why, saying. When you can go after Garrett but Cole, the question was if you could exchange him yeah. for a Lindor. Yes. Absolutely, for anybody else, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't. With, but for a Lindor, if, if who's if, only 24 years old, absolutely. If they came out and said, we have enough money to get Lindor and pay all these guys and still go after Garrett Cole. Ty, they have enough money. There's no salary cap in but baseball. you still got to make this money, Pierre. Ty, they have no salary cap in baseball. They could easily do it. You still have all these guys who were on on rookie deals and the Yankees have control over. My Judge big, isn't making a lot of money yet. My biggest you thing, though, yeah. You have Torres, who isn't making a lot of money yet. Uh, and Carson, uh, what should I call it? Um, the guy that plays third base. Mm-hmm. And you are? Andor, he's not making a lot of money. They, my, my biggest thing, though, is you're saying DD has, has has had a quiet year this year because of injury. But he has. what what has what Lindor done this year? 
Lindor had a quiet year. I'm just, Lindor's been. I, I'm not. The, I'm not arguing with you. I, the I, question I, I know, was, I know, if, uh, if I we know. could change him with the Lindor, I know. And would I was, you and do it? And my answer like, was yes. And I was just kind of fighting both sides. Like, would yes. it be? It would be awesome to. Get I would Lindor. take Lindor because isn't he a switch hitter for one? He's a switch hitter. Okay. My biggest thing He's is two. I feel like he I w- steals a lot of bases. Yes, great. De- probably the best defender in the league. And he would probably be a great leadoff for us. My biggest thing is I don't know if I, w- I would want to get rid of Didi. I mean, he's been so good to us. The he problem, filled Jeter's the problem shoes so with well. you is, is you uh, get attached. attached. No. You get attached to players, no, it's and just like, you could never make a GM. It's just like Didi's been good for us. That's great. He's, he's filled Jeter's shoes. And the whole point of baseball and anything is, it's a business. You get what you can yeah. out of them while you can. But and if I had when the it's option, time to turn the I page, option, you turn the okay, page. Do you want Garrett Cole or do you want Lindor? Who do you want? Yeah, absolutely, Garrett Cole. Yeah, absolutely. We need pitching. I, that's why my when I heard these rumors, my I was like, okay, our, our main focus should be let's go get Strasburg or Garrett Cole, screw Lindor because our team's fine but right you, now. But you're saying you're looking at this as if it's football and we have a salary cap. We could sign every top salary as uh, top player at in right. the waiver wire or whatever free agency we want. We can go get Strasburg and Cole. Do you think the Yankees aren't making money? The freaking season tickets buying on plate are starting at a hundred thousand dollars for a season. Yeah, they're making money. Yeah, they're the biggest freaking icon team in sports. They're the most ex- what? What are they ranked at? Like eight billion dollars now or something like that? As far as what they're worth, they're making money. Listen, my my biggest thing coming down to this Yankee season was you had a solid depth on this team that got you to the playoffs, right? We had a solid depth, but wait, 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 not, wait, wait, in the, not in the outfield. Let me talk for a second. Not in the outfield. I'm not even talking about like what we were just talking about here. Our series with Houston, okay, take that series for instance. First two games, if you're the coach, if you're Aaron Boone, you have a lineup where seven out of the nine batters didn't even get a hit, okay? Why would you not have like put a Luke Voigt in? Put a bench DD, put Luke Voigt at first, put Torres at shortstop. Why would you not have, like, as a coach, would you have thought about mixing the lineup, even though. First of all, we talked about this before. We didn't talk about it on the podcast, though. We talked about it on the podcast when Mike was on. The Yankees, for some unknown reason, went with 13 pitchers and only one bench player. So it just, it even when CC, when CC Sabathia went down, what did they do? They brought another pitcher up yeah. instead of bringing up. Luke Voigt. It baffled me when like those stats came out. That, like, I we, just, had, we had 40 strikeouts with three batters. Like, it, why would you change something in up? In a five-game series, in the first series, I don't know why they went so heavy with pitching. Yeah. You don't need it. I mean, think of it as like when you coached us, right? There's games where you have your nine starters, and you, you have to win two out of three games. Say I went 0 for 6 two games. Let's be real. You probably were benching me that next game. Yeah, I'm a stats guy, though. I mean, ask Dex. Ask Dex. The work I used to put in for the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I knew pitching matchups. I knew where the guys were going to hit. It's different. It's a different thing, situation. Um, <laughs> but you have, like, like even take this, for instance. You know, we were talking about this. You have Sanchez, who I think got one hit that series. I would put Romine in one game just to let, let Gary clear his head, not even to bench him. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Always, I always looked at it like this. You always wanted, like, when, when I coached, you know, we played our season games. We weren't guaranteed the playoffs, and I was fair during the season, and everyone got playing time. Mm-hmm. But my motto was, when we got to the playoffs, you're on my time now. We're not guaranteed the playoffs. What we do is what we do. Mm-hmm. And I usually went with the the, the best batters uh, and looked at the stats, what we whoever we were matched up against, and I mm-hmm. went with them. And 
it's 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 tough because the Yankees, for some reason, they they depend so much on their bullpen that they loaded up with all those pitchers and they didn't need to, and they kind of put themselves in that hole. And I I don't agree with 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 some of the lineups that he did. I mean, it's yeah. just I I don't agree with your best batter on the team batting second. Yeah. I don't agree with Judge batting second. I think yeah. he should be third, fourth, or fifth. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a a shaky come to an end. Um, I I definitely think that if we can get the pitch in this year, that we. I mean, I mean, you saw even uh, what the heck was his name? I just don't understand why we wasted time. With, who's the guy with the tattoo on his arm with the maple leaf? Oh, that's uh, Paxton. Let me just say, like in the beginning of the year, I was like, "This guy's trash." I don't know why we traded for well, it's him. It's because he wasn't controlling his. He wasn't throwing he a lot came, of off speed. He was just he, depending on his. Even basketball. pitching against Houston, I was scared, but he handled that so greatly. Yeah. Um, but my, I mean, my, it was a good season. It was a good season. It is a good season. But, but I'm but, starting to feel like we're the Dodgers. Every year we get to the playoffs, we can't never win. But I, I said this to you before, and and this is what sucks when you have a team full of power hitters. They're gonna go in slumps. Yeah, and we got cold at the wrong time. Yeah, I mean, we started uh, off hot too. We did, we did, but <laughs> we did, we did. But the problem is, is, is we we have a lot of strikeout guys in our lineup, and that that hurts you, that deflates you, that yeah. that makes the team cold. And when you get to the playoffs, you're gonna face the best of the best. Yeah. That's why they're in the playoffs. And Let me ask you, as a GM point of view, you keep standing, you keep Encarnacion. Ah, uh, I would have to say Edwin. I really would because he's, you're going to get more games out of him. I think I think Edwin too, just because he doesn't strike out as much. I don't even know if we got a hundred games out of Stanton in the last yeah. two years. My biggest thing with Stanton is you see that he truly tries to power hit everything and he strikes out a lot. Yeah. With Edwin, you could see that he tries to put the ball in play. I mean, you saw in the playoffs he had a lot of doubles too. He didn't just hit home runs; he had doubles. If 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 I was the GM, and this is just me, I would I would get rid of Stanton and I'd I'd pick up Rendon. And you could always make Rendon. You could either put him at third base or you could put him in the outfield. You know what? That's another guy that can hit the ball. My biggest. Another thing guy also, that's gonna give you. He's gonna give you ninety to hundred games. Yep. Yeah. But you gotta think. I'm Rendon, so done with Stanton. Rendon, really though, that's big money. I don't care. That's there's no real, salary cap. Listen, you can say there's no salary cap all you want, but that's big money. That's Harper money. But we have Andrew Hart coming back next year, which is that's another thing though too. He might. He I would fill put. In first I would base. put him at trade bait. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You need a you need a good another good person that can play multiple positions. Yeah, because but I'm, but I'm saying if you if you sign Rendon, yeah, if you sign Rendon, but this was just like you you asked what I would do. Yeah, yeah. This is I mean this, is, I this just, clearly isn't gonna happen. But like Stan to me, Stan, you know he he he's, he can't play outfield. He he's like <laughs> it, unless the balls hit right to him, he's 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 fine. But he can't play outfield. He can't move side to side. He looks confused out there. Would you rather trade Frazier and have Stanton start in the outfield no. or have Frazier start in the Absolutely outfield? Absolutely not. I think Frazier, you can fix him. Yeah. My biggest him. thing with Frazier is you and saw him play not even Frazier, half a season with us. He had 14 home runs. Frazier's problem is his head. Yep. You know, he thinks he's bigger than the game and he needs to come down to baseball's level and say, I look, I didn't think, earn anything yeah. yet. I need to work harder. And that that's his problem. Yeah. He thinks everything should be handed to him. I truly and think he could be a good ball player. He, oh, he can. And he, he can. can steal bases for us. But, you know, he went back down to the minors, and he got into a funk down there because his head wasn't right. Yeah, he thought he was better. But when he there, came but... back the second time, when they had the call-ups, he played a lot better. Yeah. But I I, I think uh, opportunity is going to come his way. It's going to be him or Estevan Florio. Yeah. Because yeah, Hicks is done. Hicks is done in center yeah. field, and you cannot play Gardner every day anymore. No. All right, we'll move on to the NFL. Uh, before we get into the quick news, we had the trade deadline. Obviously, there was a lot of talk. A lot of big names were thrown out there, but nothing. And this probably had to be the saddest trade deadline. 
I mean, the biggest news was what? Emmanuel Sanders got traded with Sanu. Yeah. I mean, and uh, there was a lot of buzz about the Cowboys. And, yep. oh, my God, I was jumping up for down and listening to the radio all the way home, hoping that the, the Cowboys would have pulled the trigger. But um, mm-hmm. Jamal Adams is uh, staying with the Jets. And it, it's, it stinks because the rumor is is they wanted a first. and Actually, they wanted two first. And mm-hmm. the Cowboys came back and said, no, we'll give you a first and a second. And then they said, no, we want a first and two seconds. And they just got they got greedy. And then they came out and they said that they really didn't want to trade Jamal Adams. And Jamal yeah, they, they Adams said was they, upset. And he said they, the Jets came out and said, we didn't call anyone. They called us. And we just tried yeah. to make a ridiculous deal. Yeah, they said they weren't shopping on us, but they were listening to the calls. My my most frustrating thing out of this whole trade deadline is, okay, you are the Bengals GM, okay? And you have A.J. Green, who hasn't played a game yet this season. Let's let's remember that. He said either give me a max contract or let me go. Okay, number one, he's not going to resign with you. You guys are going to be rebuilding. He wants to. He's getting later in his career. He wants to win a Super Bowl. My biggest thing here, and this is how stupid I think they are, he is not going to sign with you next year, okay? He's a free agent. Why would you have not traded him for something yeah. rather than just let him leave? Like, they straight up said, we're no longer taking calls on him. Why? What are you going to ride him off into the sunset and let him just walk away? You could have got at least a second-round pick for him. If not more. A second round and possibly like another second round for the next year, maybe a third and a second round. Instead, you got nothing now. And now he's going to come back. And, and that just, it did, this didn't make sense to me. No, and and that's that's the nature of the of the game. You know, these guys they want who knows what's going on behind the scenes. Uh they could have wanted a lot more for him. Yeah. And, and well, you they saw didn't it, get yeah. what they wanted and you saw it with a lot of teams too like the uh, Cleveland Browns need offensive linemen. Nothing happened. Well, uh, the the Tampa Cle- Cleveland reached out to the Redskins a long time ago. There, there's a lot going for on Tr- with that right now. Well, they reached out for Trent they reached out for Trent Williams a long time ago. They offered a first round pick and Washington said no. At the trade deadline, Washington was calling a bunch of teams, and basically the Cleveland Browns told them, screw you, we're done. We're not giving you nothing for them. Mm -hmm. But Trent Williams did show up at the end of the trade deadline. He showed up to camp, Mm -hmm. and uh, he failed his physical. Yeah, well, he's got like what? He had had cancer or something, didn't he? Well, he came out. First of all, his agent's smart. He showed up. He's going to get paid for a full season now. Now he failed his physical, so he can't play because his helmet didn't fit. He came out today and said... His helmet didn't fit, so he failed a physical. Yes, but he came out today and said the reason that he didn't... He doesn't want to play for the Redskins is is he had cancer. Yeah. And they misdiagnosed his cancer. And when he was in the hospital uh, getting cured for his cancer and had his surgery the whole nine yards to have that mask removed from his head, not one member of the Redskins showed up to come see him. And this isn't the There's first... There's a lot of tension there. This isn't the first time that we're hearing about the Redskins medical team. Yeah. You know, we've heard this one. There's been a lot of, you know, over past couple of years, you know. Haskins is actually starting for the Redskins this week versus Buffalo. Would you agree with that? Would you personally want him to start? Or would you have kept going with Case Keenum? No, I think you got to move on. I think you got to start Haskins. You drafted him. You, mm-hmm. you, you know, you got to. your franchise quarterback now. Yeah, you got to make the change. Uh, their, their season's done. They're not going anywhere, and they're not getting any better. So now you have to start building on what you have. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that sucks, though, is like. You know, his, he gets thrown into a Giants game. He's, he's, they're losing already. Right? There's three picks. His first start of his career is against a tough Buffalo defense at Buffalo. I yeah, mean, but how, you feel how cold it is out, how, out But today. how tough is Buffalo? Because look, yeah, look, Buffalo look, lost. Look, Don't get look me what wrong. the Eagles did to them. And the Eagles, you know, they said that they were a mess. And uh, they, they went Buffalo's and defense is still pretty good. You, you have to admit that. Yeah. Josh Gordon fell down the waiver wire all the way to Seattle. 
and you know your Dallas Cowboys had a chance to get him. I wish he would have fell down to the Saints. Yeah, Jerry Jones was interviewed today on 105.3 The Fan, and he basically said that every day they're looking, but um, there, there was no real interest there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, You know, the pieces are there for Dallas. They, they have what they need. They had three bad losses. I know everyone's going to point out the fact that they lost those three bad games, but you know what? Everyone's going through it. Mm-hmm. There's not one dominant team other than the 49ers and uh, New England. Everyone's going through their bumps. Everyone's going through their bruises. But, you know, you got to play every week. Mm-hmm. Anyone can be, get beaten on any any given Sunday. Um, if Dallas plays the way they did against the Eagles, you know, the sky's the limit. But you, that's what the, that's the thing. That was their first game where they put the whole piece of the pie together. Yeah. And the package was there, and they got a lot of pressure. I'll tell you what, uh, picking up Bennett, that, that's going to be huge. That's that's huge, huge for them. That's, that's huge. huge. You could throw him right in the defensive line. Because Dallas is one of the best teams right now of getting pressure on the quarterback. Um, they got pressure on the Eagles quarterback 53% of the time in that game, and the league average is only 26% of the time. Yeah. So they're getting pressure. 49ers moved 8-0 last night with a win over the Cardinals. The Cardinals actually put up a really good fight. Cardinals going to be good. Yeah. Cardinals, you know, the Cardinals are st- starting off slow. Obviously, you know, you have a young team. Um, what I'm excited for is that the 49ers play in the Dome week 13. I'm Fort- very excited for that. 49- 49ers, I think, are better than the Patriots. I think the Patriots are beatable. I think the 49ers are on a different level. 49ers are legit. They really are. They have the There's number- a lot of people that don't believe that. The, the, the Stats don't lie. I know. Uh, before last last night's game, the 49ers only allowed 71 points all season long. They're averaging or giving up 11 points a game. The next, well, actually, the only team that's better than them is New England. New England gave up 64 points all year long, only allowing eight points a game on average. The next highest team is 120 points. So that's the big gap between them and everybody else. Mm-hmm. So they're they're legit. They really are. They're, They're a good great. team. I think that Emmanuel Sanders trade was huge. It's, that, that opens up a lot of options, especially for Kittle and Marcus Goodwin. Yeah, I, but I'm looking because uh, the Redskins, I mean, not the Redskins, the um, the 49ers just lost their linebacker for the yeah, season. Yeah, I saw that. I saw um, that. That's, that's, that's a tough division to begin with now, especially with Seattle, how hot they're playing. Yeah. Um, I can't find it now. It, it did pop up on my screen here, but I cannot find it. I'm not even sure. I mean, I saw like, his name. It was like a weird name. I just couldn't remember. He's it. out for the season. Yeah. Speaking of the Patriots, though, the Patriots defense. Did you see that stat the other day where their defense has more touchdowns than yeah. most players in the they, league? They said before last week if their if their offense never touched the field, they'll be three three and one. I saw, I saw that three three and one without the offense touching the That's field. That's better than what three teams in the league that don't even have a win yet. Well, here, here's your power rankings this for this week. Yeah, I saw good. Uh, the Patriots are number one, mm-hmm. Saints number two, 49ers number three, Packers ah, I saw, number four. I saw the Saints drop to number three. Forty nine. Uh, Packers are number four, and the Vikings are number five. Do you agree with all that? My biggest thing is I saw I saw one on NFL where the Saints dropped from number two to three because the 49ers haven't lost yet. My biggest thing is I don't know the Saints like haven't missed a beat. I mean you have Drew Brees that came back and dominated. Saints only loss was to the Rams, right? Yeah, the day, the day Drew Brees got injured, you have Teddy Bridgewater yeah. coming who is not even on the same count. Okay, since week two though they've been number two all the time. I just I just you know what, and, and it kills me to say this. I I think right now the Saints are the most complete team. You know, and a in, lot of people say that because you you when you watched Breeze go out, it wasn't just Teddy time. You have your special teams. Uh, Thomas Morstead wins NFC Special Team Player of the Week two times in a row. 
You have a kickoff, you have a punt returner guy that's scoring touchdowns. Their defense comes together as a whole. Do you know their, their defense is one of the t- best defense besides the Patriots, Absolutely. obviously, yeah. right now in the NFL? Yeah. They, they, haven't, the they thing, haven't allowed a 100-yard rusher in about five games. The only thing that and, – and the only thing that concerns me about the Saints, and you could debate this with me and argue with me all you mm-hmm. want, is – and you have to be honest, for, and don't just be the Homer Saints fan mm-hmm. – the Saints don't have that downfield threat no more. That's uh, why they. That's why a lot of people were complaining that they didn't go after a receiver. But I'm saying, like, their play calling's changed from two years ago. No, they. they, they it has. No, 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 no. I'm agreeing I, with you. I'm I mean, you. when you're when you're. Running backs are your your leading receivers. They don't even use the tight ends anymore. No. Well, this is this is. Well, I was talking with uh, our friend Hunter. Um, so number one, our tight ends injured. By the way, just so you know. I'm just saying, no, no. but when you, so you, when have, you had Ben Watson yeah, and all that, well, no, Ben Watson sucked. I'm just saying, you guys yeah. never used your tight end. This is my biggest thing right now, and why I wanted to go after AJ Green or Robbie Anderson is you have Michael Thomas, who is coming in. We had this debate already. Coming into the league is the best hard receiver right now. Yeah. Now he can't get downfield when he's being double covered, so that leaves you with what Ted Ginn, because Traquan Smith is injured. You know that you are struggling with receivers. When Taysom Hill, your third-string quarterback, has about four yeah. touchdowns right now this year, he's getting more receptions than Ted Ginn the, and Traquan Smith. My thing is, is why the hell did they get rid of Willie Sneed, who just signed an extension with Baltimore? Yeah. By the way, I just I don't understand. He that. had a DUI thing, and like it just it. I don't know if the, something happened between the GM and him, but like they he got like one pass that whole year after having an amazing <clears> year before that. But. We need more receiving. We really yeah, absolutely. Do. Because and I'm not trying to the toot no, the horn. No, not I mean, trying to toot the horn. You see them throwing to the the running backs a lot. I'm not trying to toot the horn for Dallas, but Dallas has shut down that offense the last two times we played them, and it just became an ugly game. If other teams study that tape and see what Dallas has done, you guys can go to the playoffs, but you might not make it far. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping Traquan Smith can get healthy and come back because he was he was playing well with Michael Thomas, and that allowed Ted Ginn to play the actual slot. But I mean, Ted Ginn's getting old; he can't he can't run downfield all the time. And we, by the way, Taysom Hill will be your backup quarterback next year. Oh, absolutely. Teddy Bridgewater's gone. He's and not. I'm, and I'm he's excited. not going to make five million dollars a year to be he's a backup. He's going to make twenty to thirty yes, million absolutely. to be a starter. He, I don't he know if he'll five, make he thirty five, million, but he's going to make between eighteen and twenty-five million dollars next year. He he proved that he can start for eighteen. He went five and zero against you know that he played great. Yeah. Obviously, he started off. So I mean, his first game was in Seattle, and he he won. He dominated. Mm-hmm. He dominated in Chicago. We won thirty six to ten before we pulled our starters, and they scored two late touchdowns. You no, know, I just don't know what to make of the Packers, though. I, I'm still. I, I think I that, don't know either. I think that's Minnesota's. That's Minnesota's division. I just that's I, like that's like they have the Chiefs at five. I, I don't. Just, I don't know about that yet. I I don't. I don't think. I don't think the Packers are as good as they they've been playing. I really don't. I just think they've been playing some crappy teams. You know, I want to say that with you and agree with you, but yeah, they're scoring so many points. Like, yeah, they're scoring a lot of points. Yeah, but I I still I just I don't know. I I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna fall off. I just think that's Minnesota's division to win. I think Minnesota Minnesota right now the last three games. They're Minnesota tough. looks good. They're tough, and and they get Dallas in two weeks. Yeah. In Dallas, so that's going to be a big test for Dallas because after this week, damn, Dallas, Dallas has a tough road. They have a real tough road. You know, they got they got teams like Minnesota. They got they got the Bears in Chicago. They got New England. They got Buffalo. They got Detroit. These are these could be all L's. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to I wanted to read this stat to you. I saw this stat coming in because you have you have the Lions, okay. Lions are, you know, they're three and three. 
should be four and three at least, if not better than that. Coming into this year, though, Matthew Stafford playing his best year he's had so far. His passing yards slash attempts, first in the league. Passing yards per game, third in the league. Touchdown and interception ratio, first in the league. Passer rating, first in the league. He's having a great year. I agree. I really do. I agree. Um, I, I can't even argue and debate that. I really can't. Um, but I'm shocked about though is is the Chargers. You know the Chargers come. We talked about this in the podcast they, that they were the team to go to the Super Bowl. This and year. they just fired their offensive coordinator. Yeah. You know Preston wanted to make a deal with me for uh, Eckler or uh, Gordon, and I backed away from it because I don't yeah. know what's going to happen there. I really don't. You know. I mean that, that division's still up for grabs because you can't say he's five and three without a Patrick Mahomes, and you're two games at a first. Yeah, but is he coming back this week? I don't know. I, I you know there's I don't know. But there's rumors saying he's coming back this week. I mean, if he comes back this week, I mean that's that's gonna be huge for them. It's just like okay, yeah, Phil Rivers, who I don't really like, but you know, good quarterback. You have to give it to him. You have two good running backs. You have a good receiving core. You've Hunter Henry, who came back, who is a very good tight end. You have a good defense, and it's like, why aren't you winning? And it's like the teams that are beating them, like Pittsburgh, Denver. I mean, like it's just like unbelievable. And then you Melvin Gordon fumble on the one yard line. Who was who are they playing against that game when they ran all the way back? Um, do you know? No, I don't know. But it's I don't know, and it's just I don't. I think it's time to move on, Phil Rivers. I truly do. Yeah, he's he's old. He's long in the tooth too. I mean, there's there's but I, they have no answers behind him. I mean, who are you bringing in? Tyrod Taylor. Mm. I think you go to the draft though. I mean, you might as well just you might as well just. Lose the rest of the season. Out, Yo, the most is, the most intriguing uh, division is the AFC South. I mean, last place Tennessee is four and four, and they're only a game out of first place. That's another team that it's just like they were uh, they were practicing quarterbacks the other day, and it's like, are you giving up on Marcus Mariota already? Yeah, I don't think Marcus Mariota is a bad quarterback. Dude, and there's there's huge games this week. Texans the Texans play Jacksonville, I think, in uh, England this week, and there's only a game separating them two. It, it's going to be huge. But that this is one of those divisions where— I like where, Minshew. I, I truly do not believe that Nick Foles is going to be the starting quarterback there ever again. But if you, if you look at it, look at the divisions. I mean, five wins. I mean, that's going to be your wild card teams. All those teams with five wins are going to be battling for wild cards. You got the Texans. You got Jacksonville at the four. The Colts look good. Tennessee at four. Did you see that stat where it's between Grappolo, Brady, and Brissett, how like their record's like 20-2 and two right now to combined? Yeah. And you know what? I don't think anyone gave Indianapolis a chance. When, uh, oh, Andrew Luck went down. They thought their season yeah. was over. Now look at them. They're 5-2 and two leading that division. You know, the most painful thing to look at is the Jets, 1-6, and six, and knowing where that 1-1 one, one came. <laughs> it's just it's hard to look at that. You know, you know I have many talks. There's a, a fella at work. His name is James. He's one of my managers. He's a Jets fan, and I talk with him all the time. Mm-hmm. The Jets have talent. I just They do. They don't. I, it's like... When I saw that they were willing to trade a lot of their key pieces, I was shocked because you 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 you're the one that went out and got Bell for all this money. All I gotta say is if if Dallas lays an egg on Monday night and loses to play, the Giants, play Monday night with Giants? <laughs> the Giants in New York. If we lay an egg in New York, man, I am gonna be I'm gonna be so heartbroken. Do the I Eagles mean, have a bye this week? No, the Eagles play the Bears at home. Oh man. But I'm looking forward to that December 22nd game down in, in Philly because that's going to be uh, – I feel bad for you. It's going to be a huge game. I feel real bad for you. Just the fact that I would not want to go to an Eagles game to begin with because there's a lot of stupid fans. I I'm going to blend a lot in. Of, there's a lot of stupid fans at a lot of arenas. I'm going to blend in. I'm going to wear my jersey under my, my jacket. 
I'm going to blend it. I'm going to get, and this, this we, is what I said to Ian today. Cause Ian sent me this thing, uh, saying is it that just you and Ian, uh, me, Ian and Hunter. Hunter's going too. Yeah. Nah. He he got seats one row behind is right behind us. So he's gonna be like <laughs> like I can pull my head back and he'll be right there where Hunter is. So I know no one's gonna sucker punch me from behind. So. <laughs> but um, Ian sent me this thing today saying that uh, you know basically they they came out and said that if you wear anything from the Cowboys, your life is basically on the line. You're gonna get beat up down there, and that the the court systems down there are agreeing with it, not not to come down or wearing Cowboys stuff. Now, isn't that sad? As a it fan, is sad. Isn't that sad that you can't go represent your team it without having a, a stupid drunk fan fight you? And you know what? Isn't sucks? it sad that we live in a world like that? Is you're gonna have to get down there early. That place is gonna be packed, yeah, yeah. so it's gonna be an all day event. Could you imagine just coming out of your car with a Cowboys jersey on, going to the game, coming back, getting called everything in the world, possibly getting in fights, and coming back and your tires are slashed or that's your like windows a, are broken? That's like I always say, if I, if, I have a, if I have a girlfriend, don't buy me tickets to like the Saints and Eagles game because yeah. you think about it, you go that you go there with mom, you know, and you both wear I would never. And someone touched her or something. Or even if you have a kid, he's wearing a jersey. Like like fans are, I mean, look at Look at Scott. You got in a fight with Eagles fans. I didn't. I didn't even buy these tickets. So this is a gift. So yeah. this is the only reason I'm going. I wouldn't. I would. Wear, I would wear a green hoodie, and even though you're not an Eagles fan. Just so they think. Uh, no, are. I'm not wearing anything blue. I'm gonna wear my normal stuff. But wait, well, I'm gonna get in there. When we get in there, I said this to Ian today. We get in there. I'm gonna scout out the area. If there's Cowboys fans around me, <laughs> it's coming off like Superman. But as soon but as the game's over, I'm putting it right back on, so I can get out. Yep. But uh. Yeah, I'm, look, yeah. I'm looking forward to that game because that game is going to be very important. Oh, for yeah, that. absolutely. That, that, usually the second time you guys come around and face it, it's for the division. Yeah. But, you know, other than uh, the Green Bay, it, oh, yeah, I can't even, no, I'm not even going to go there. Forget it. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> How about, like, uh, you know, you have the Panthers. You have Kyle Allen who goes 4-0, and loses one game, and now they're going to start uh, Cam Newton. As a GM, would you have given Kyle Allen a second game or do you go back to Cam Newton now? Is it time for Cam Newton to come back? Oh, that's a tough decision. My thing it really is because I saw what Cam happened Newton, to Romo, so it's a tough decision. If Cam Newton's healthy, like truly healthy, you like, gotta play throw him. the ball down the field healthy. Cam's you play Cam's with him. still young, uh, younger, I should say. No, he's young. He's uh, still young. And he's still the team's franchise quarterback. I think you have to go with him. But I, I think uh, Allen. I think uh, I don't, I don't know what his deal is as far as how many years he has left on his contract with Carolina, but I could see him becoming a starter somewhere, mm-hmm. somewhere that, that, that they need it. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee uh, is a place that maybe, because no one knows what's going on with Mariota there. I like Mariota. And Tannehill, he is there, but I don't think yeah. he's any better. Now, you have the Saints running away with the division, so I think uh, you need to play your hottest I was game. just going to say that. You know, you're looking at it. Uh, San Francisco is basically in. Uh, Saints are in. Green Bay in Minnesota. That's, that's a coin flick. Dallas... And the Eagles, basically, they have to win a division. That's the only chance they have to getting in. Because there's a lot of teams that have. A lot of teams. Because you think Seattle, the, only the Rams. Thing, the only thing that can help Dallas is if Dallas can beat Minnesota, if Dallas can beat Detroit, if Dallas can beat, um, they got to play the Rams. You know what I was talking about the other day is, you know, everyone's hyping up the Patriots so much. Now, now I'm, not, I'm not talking trash on their defense. Their defense is one of the best in the league. Dude, I have them on they, fantasy. Who have they played? Let's be real. Who have they played? It doesn't matter. You know, you play what's on your plate. They don't I'm make not, their I'm schedule. Not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying they don't. They don't make their schedule. My like, thing is, I'm would it be that. any different? Would it be any different? I mean, look, you look at them compared to all the teams in the AFC. Would it be any different? I truly think you have them come into the dome. 
I think the Saints can walk no, out. No, I'm with talking w. about the teams in the AFC that they've played. Oh no, I mean the, that's what I'm getting at. Like, they, they, I think the, the toughest the, team they played was the Bills. Yeah, they got Baltimore this week, which I'm hoping. Ba- you know, ba- Pittsburgh wins. three and four, Cleveland two and five, Cincinnati zero oh and eight. You know, Houston five and three. There's not anything that stands out that jumps at you and says, "Yep, Super Bowl contender." No, no. even even the Bills. No, honestly, like, like even like, the Bills, like, I don't see them as like, Super Bowl contender. Scrolling there. down the American Football Conference right now. No, you think about that one division it's, there. Patriots best team, AFC North, Baltimore Ravens easily. That's it. I mean, the Colts. Do you really think the Colts are good yet? I mean, they're five and two, but do you really think they're good yet? And then know. you have Kansas City, who who's Mahomes struggles this year. I mean, he's still he's, throw, he's still throwing dimes. Don't get me wrong, but who's winning the Super Bowl of that division? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's really not many eye eye popping teams out in that that league right there. Well, I said this last week. I said you look at the AFC compared to the NFC. The NFC has about five or six teams that can run the table. Oh my God! And that's not even counting. I mean, you, th- you think you think Detroit three and three, and they're still a dominant team. I think. Yeah, they're a scary team. They really are. I mean, you have. I mean, look at the NFC West, San Francisco, Seattle, then the Rams. I mean, just look at that division. Look, and I said this before, I'm not really afraid of Green Bay because I saw what Dallas did. If Dallas didn't have those three interceptions, two of them inside the Green Bay's territory, that's points that we win that game. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, I can't, I just, I know they look good. We'll find out in two weeks when Dallas plays them in Big D. Saints have a bye this week, and then the- I'm not afraid of Carolina. I'm not afraid of Tampa Bay. I'm not sure as hell. I'm not afraid of the Falcons. Seattle, I don't know. Oh, I don't, Matt Ryan's out the rest of the year. I think Seattle's good, but I don't. I don't think they're Super Bowl contending good. 49ers, we'll find out. I mean, they got to play the Rams, and they got they got to play, play the Seattle, Saints, and they play and they, the Saints. Yeah, so we'll find out. I mean, if they, if they can beat those teams, and yeah, my biggest name man is as a Saints fan. You said our first half was the hardest schedule because we played Chicago, Jacksonville, Dallas, Seattle, Los Angeles, Houston. This second half of the, of the, of the season coming off our bye, Atlanta, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Atlanta. Our first four games, San Francisco, hardest one, Tennessee, Carolina. You're looking at possibly losing one more game. I mean, you look. That, you, you know that you see that? That's possibly one mm-hmm. more loss. That's it. You look in, in the NFC. And Dallas sits right now as uh, the third as far as points allowed. San Francisco only allowed 102. Uh, the Bears only allowed 122. And Dallas only allowed 124. The Saints allowed 156 points so far this year. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of tough teams. I mean, the Eagles, I, I, I'm not sleeping on the Eagles. I'm really not. I'm sure as hell I'm not sleeping on the Saints. I'm not sleeping on Minnesota. Oh, I mean, a lot of people told told me that Drew Brees should not have came back. I said he should have because we're going well, to buy. Well, that, that's what they're saying. They're saying they should have left him two more weeks out. Three touchdowns. Yeah. Hey, that man's great right now. But they're they're saying that because they're saying that he should have sat out at least another t- yeah. uh, two weeks to give no, it 100%. I think, I think it was good because he gets a little bit of playing time, and then he goes into buy where he can rest a little bit more. I think and then the, he's still hot. I think the problem is it's 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 his throwing hand. So you don't want to take yeah. the risk of him hitting another helmet, or mm-hmm. you know, it is the NFL. People mm-hmm. know which weaknesses they're going to mm-hmm. target it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the Sixers before we get to the end of this podcast. Oh, Sixers! I love the Sixers, man. I wish we had, we gotta get Alex on here from that other podcast that we'll talk about sometime because they have a good they have a that's one thing you gotta support your local podcast. Yeah. And uh, they have a good thing going over there. Yeah. Well, the Sixers are 4 0. You know, they just played the Timberwolves where Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns got into a big fight. Um, I got to tell you, Bill. Now, before we get into that, the game that impressed me was the game against Atlanta. They were down eight late. Can we talk about Trey Young? He's going off for Atlanta. Yeah. But 
Sixers shut him down. And the Sixers were down, and they should have lost that game. And they brought the starters in, and they battled back. They Sixers are legit. There's only two teams left undefeated. Think about the defense we have. Yeah. I mean, we beat the Timberwolves 117-95. The only thing I'm surprised is that we have not played Trey Burke yet. Hasn't played. You know, I'm, I'm going to be totally honest here on this podcast. is I didn't get to watch a lot of the games yet. I've been working and, and being busy. And did you just tell me that we did not play Trey Burke yet? No. Why? Because he hasn't played. There's no need to play him. I like Trey Burke, man. I like him. Embiid and Towns both are getting suspended two games. Simmons, Which I disagree is, with. Simmons isn't getting any. Now the biggest thing is Embiid didn't throw the punch. Didn't do anything. He, they got tied up. They got locked up. He tried throwing a punch when he went to the ground. But like Anthony's the one that like started punching first. Absolutely, he swung at him. Now, now, but the best thing was when when Simmons came in there and he put him in that chokehold and he made him tap it and then you see him it looks like he's yeah, tapping you see him tapping on the ground and, and then and you see the coach coming over and tapping simmons on his back like let him go dude you're gonna kill him what's funny is i was listening to uh, shannon sharp and then they said that like when you go into a fight you know you never go after another player you go after your own teammates because when you go after their player you know they'll turn around and swing and they said the way simmons came in and carl anthony towns he knew it wasn't his teammate choking him but he couldn't tell who it was and it's funny man you just see him tapping 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 the Sixers right now have the second-best defense uh, in the Eastern Conference. They're only allowing 100 points a game. Uh, the Orlando Magic's the only team that's better. They're only allowing 93 points. And Beat's playing great. He's one of our better players the, right now. The thing that is, is going to suck is the Embiid's going to he's suspended two games. I don't know if he's appealing it or not, but the which Sixers is, are— Which is nothing right now. The six, well, the Sixers are about to go on a, a West Coast swing where they're going to play some really, really, really tough teams. And if, we don't, if we don't have him, it, it's going to be tough because we kick off on Saturday. We play Portland. We play Phoenix. We play Utah. We play Denver. Horford averaging 14 points. You know, he's playing well. Yeah. Those are going to be some tough games, man. Portland, Phoenix, Utah, and Denver. Yeah. Um, I can officially say that I think that uh, Golden State's done now. Well, you think they got blown out by OKC. And, I mean, they don't have really anybody they right now. They just lost Steph Curry. Three to four, what, three to four months? Yeah. Or was it weeks? It months, months, I believe. Right? Broken hand. That's tough, man. I mean, you have Clay Thompson who's probably not going to come back this year. Draymond. No, his, his best thing is it would be to sit out. Sit out. At this point, yeah. Yeah, they're saying uh, Curry's out at least three months. I feel bad. I mean, they they were struggling. Don't get me wrong. I I, I heard KD said that one of the main reasons he let, he wanted to leave was because that altercation he got in with Draymond Green. But um, that's tough. That's that's that's. I feel bad for Steph Curry. I like Steph Curry. Nothing, nothing but respect to him. Yeah, they're one and three right now. Um, uh, those, two and a half out in the conference. Those losses too. They got blown out. The, the, you, do you know who they lost to? I know the one was OKC. I forget what the second one was. I think uh, it wasn't the only team that they beat. Was it, was it Brooklyn that they looked like the Harlem Globetrotters playing it? I think. I don't, I don't remember. I just, it's a damn shame. It really is. Yeah. Uh, no, they beat the Pelicans. They beat the Pelicans 134 to 123. Did you see JJ Reddick's costume last night? Yeah. Dressed up like a Lego man. I can't wait till Zion comes back, too, man. That's going to be exciting. Dude, and that's another team, too, man. They're, what, 0 and 5? Who? New uh, New Orleans. Now they won yesterday. Oh, they did. Yeah, they have. You know who's playing well? There's a lot of players playing well for the Heat right now. Oh yeah, the Heat. They're four and one. And like, I didn't expect that. Yeah, the Heat. What's that guy's name called? Heat, Hero. The Heat, the Raptors, and Boston Celtics all only have one loss. Which I'm surprised with Boston after they lost as much as they lost. They have that like I think he's an undrafted. No, I'm thinking of a different team. 
But um, they have that Harrow guy, Tyler Harrow. Is a hero Harrow? I don't know, man. But he, he's he's going off. He's balling off. Yeah. But no, there's a lot going on in the sports world right now. Man. Yeah, the Pelicans are one and four. They're allowing 124 points a game. That's a lot. There's no defense there. Yeah. Um, if you guys are watching this on our YouTube page. We forgot to say that this is the first time that we are videotaping. Yeah, so now you get to see our ugly faces while we're uh, talking to you. Yeah, you know, we haven't had to pause the podcast or anything, so hopefully this edit goes very well. No, this is a good flowing podcast. Um, you know, things. Oh, well, we also haven't talked in like a week, so there's well, also a lot of things. To talk have, about. You gotta understand something. Things have been really hectic. I mean, I've been on overtime at work since the beginning of. Uh, spring. No, I mean we don't, we don't have a set schedule for this. I know, it's whenever but, we could do it. But getting home and, and until d- doing we get everything. paid, until we get paid, yeah. we're doing this podcast whenever we, we got we time. Don't, we don't do it for money. We've been oh, doing this. No, for fun. I'm just saying. Until, for all like, the three listeners out there, Gibby, Rudy, thumbs up. Yo, Mike. But uh, it's okay. been it's been hectic because sometimes you get home and you just don't want to do it. And uh, with with the with the World Series going on and the Yankees playing in the, the playoffs, it was tough and just uh gotta get in the swing of things uh, i'm waiting for some pieces of equipment to add so we can uh add audio to our uh our podcast and we're doing the video thing now which makes it a little more hectic because you can't make mistakes there's no editing this but, yeah it's um, tough if you have to edit something like this and the and the audio like you know, my it's wife hard just walked through it. in her underwear and thank god the camera's facing the way it is because you would have seen that and then we would have to edit out and then yeah we were very mad at her but but we love doing the podcast uh we, we hit a little cold funk here with uh, getting guests on a lot of them want to be paid and um i i'm not gonna pay someone to talk especially when uh, i'm i'm not getting paid so <laughs> yeah but uh, we, we have a good time doing this. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoy this podcast. You guys see it on our Facebook page, our YouTube page, Spotify, iTunes, all those good old platforms. But we will see you guys next time. We hope you enjoy it. And we'll it. be back in another hot minute. What is up, guys? It's been a hot minute. It's been a while. But we are back up and running again with lots to talk about with baseball, basketball, and the NFL. Been lit, boy. Everything goes. We now return you to regular programming. All right, so kicking off, Nationals World Series winner. You predicted it. Congratulations. Yeah, I predicted it, but I predicted them to play the Yankees. Um, but, you know, I still feel good because I picked that way back in March. We do you want to... No, I guess we won't talk about it. It's sad to talk about the Yankees that what they lost, you know. I give it up for the Nationals. The Nationals were, I feel like, an underdog going into that wild card game. You know, they won. Strasburg didn't pitch game six. And then he comes out and pitches game. Soto, I'm shocked, didn't win MVP. Uh, Strasburg got it, but. Well, speaking of Strasburg, he, he, uh, the parade is tomorrow. Yeah. And the parade kicks off at 12, uh, 2 o'clock down in Washington, D.C. around the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be awkward for Strasburg because he has to opt out of his contract before noon tomorrow. And Why? Th- that, that's just how the rules are. He has to opt out tomorrow. So he'll if he opts out, he'll actually be in that parade, possibly is not a Washington National anymore. There's a fight. No, he has four years left on his deal. He's got four Why years. Why is he opting out then? It's in his contract. He, has, he can do that. He has four years left, $100 million. He'll make $25 million next year, 15 the next two, and then 45 the last year. That's still a lot of money. He's going to be making $30 million a year somewhere, whether it's with the Nationals, whether they uh, re- restructure his contract, redo it. Um, but him, 
and uh, Cole are going to be big time uh, pickups this year for somebody. And they're, they're saying Cole can make anywhere from seven years to seven years to two hundred and thirty to two hundred forty million dollars next year. Is it crazy that Bryce Harper leaves? And the Nationals win a World Series. What's funny is Bryce Harper's first interview in front of the Phillies newscast. Oh, remember yeah, how he, remember how he stuff, was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, we're going to bring it home to D.C. But you got to understand something. The guy has been with D.C. his whole career. Oh, I'm not making and, fun. I'm saying it's, it's oh, crazy. Oh, but they were, they were ripping him. I mean, <laughs> they were ripping him bad. I mean, everything from uh, those GIFs to freaking uh, articles everywhere. Is it GIF or is it GIF? Uh, it depends how you say it. Potato, potato. I call it a GIF. Um but they they destroyed him, and you know that's that's horrible. That's that's the hard, that's what you think about when you win the championship is Bryce Harper. Dude, I had a lot of people say it's crazy that they paid this guy so much money. Now these people don't even watch baseball. They how they paid this guy so much money and they didn't even win. You gotta understand. Bryce Harper's a stepping stone in the right direction. He first of all he can't win all these games for you. They need pitching desperately. That's why, I like, as much as I want the Yankees to go up to Garrett Cole, like, the Phillies need to go full out. Where they, they probably have enough money to get both those guys. Yeah. You know what You know what surprises me about the World Series? Is I knew I knew from this I, – well, I said earlier that their pitching staff was going to be great. Yeah. But I can't believe that the Nationals went in there and just – I don't want to say – They dominated at their home – at the Houston's home field. Well, the weird the – weird, where I was going with this is the weird thing is, is, first of all, no home team won a game. No. It was all road teams that won a game, and I think I don't know if that's the first time ever in baseball history. But the thing that surprised me was they the Nationals they pitched all their studs, you know, the last game in Game Seven. Why didn't the Astros do the same thing with Cole? You know, they they had their best pitcher available, and they didn't throw him. How weird what's, is what's that? What's funny is Cole it's Game and, Seven. Cole and Verlander got lit up, but Cole Cole said he was ready. And that and he and they didn't bring him in, which was weird. I mean, they were up two to nothing at a point. They could have brought him in right then and there and let him pitch four innings or so, mm-hmm. and then went to a peacock or went to or wherever they had to go. Mm-hmm. But the shocking thing is, is Verlander is good in the playoffs. Yeah, in the World Series, he's horrible. And in thirty starts in the playoffs, he has one hundred eighty-seven and two-third innings pitched in the playoffs. He's 14 and 11, 3.40 ERA with 205 strikeouts. Mm-hmm. He's 0 and 6 in the World Series with a 5.68 ERA. Who does that remind you of? Kershaw. Yeah. Kershaw, another stud pitcher that gets the job done all season long, gets the job done, but in the playoffs, can't get it done. I don't know. It's, it's, it was cool. It was cool to see a younger team of people you don't really know for the Nationals come out and win. Uh, and I feel like Houston, they hit the ball. It's just it's every time they went up, the Nationals out hit them. Yeah. And you saw that with Soto. Soto was a huge factor in that game. And uh, Howie Kendrick, huge factor. Well, I got to tell you, um, you know, Mom and I, we, we took our long vacation. We went, we went down, to, uh, down to Boonsburg, Maryland, and we rented a cabin down on the battlefield. And – the four of us, uh, we went down to D.C. on Friday. Mm-hmm. And the atmosphere down there for the Nationals was insane. Like a bet. I mean, it was crazy. Um, I don't think that these people, I don't think, at first, they don't, I don't think that during the beginning of the year, no one believed that they were going to be there. You know, they were like, no, I don't almost, think anyone did. They were last in their division for a while. The hitting wasn't there. I and think then, when the talk going into the season was the Phillies, Phillies and Braves. Yeah, but they got hot. And when they got hot, man, they turned it on. But I'm telling you, 
everywhere we went down there, that's all you heard was about the Nationals. And I totally forgot that the, that the game three was going on in that in Washington. Yeah. And we got into D.C. and I saw the sign for traffic for later on for the World Series. I'm like, oh, my God. It was crazy. Getting out of there, getting out of D.C. was a complete nightmare because yeah. people were coming in and traffic was crazy, absolutely yeah. crazy. I'm excited that the Nationals won. It's a team I am. you haven't seen. I mean, it's their first World Series franchise win. Um so, I mean, I didn't want to see Houston win again. I'm starting to really hate Houston, and that's sad because, like, I like a lot of those players, but I'm just tired of losing to them. Well, when's, the when's the last time a National League team won the World Series? You think Boston won it last year. Houston won it the year before. Was it the Giants before that or St. Louis? Who, who won it before? Because then you go back to, like, Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City. But who beat the Indians? I don't know. Was, was it, it the was Cubs? It? Yeah, the Cubs. Yeah. So the Cubs were the last team. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, before we get into some Yankees talk, uh, did you see that Carlos Beltran is going to be the new Mets manager? Yeah. I just saw it today. Uh, he got signed, and uh, Joe Girardi to the Phillies, which I think that is going to be huge for and the Phillies. I am sad because I love Joe Girardi so much, and I, I'm not a big, you know, I don't really support the Phillies, but uh, they got a steal. He's a great coach. He's going to turn that team around. Also saw the old St. Louis coach just went to the Kansas City Royals, um, but Joe Girardi... And, you know, Joe Girardi could possibly take other coaches with him, like Larry Rothschild, that we'll get into. But um, um, do you agree that the Yankees should uh, should have opted out of Incarnacion's contract? They declined his $20 million option. I agree if, because he's going to get $20 million next year, and mm-hmm. he's not going to play permanently at first base. It's a, rot- a rotating position. Yeah, I, I agree if uh, the rumors have it today that they're talking about bringing him back under a new deal. Uh, that would be great. The Yankees are teetering with the luxury tax again, and they're going to go over it this year, yeah. and they have to play their cards right. They're going to have a couple holes they're going to have to fill. Uh, I think with the way our first baseman are, you know, Voight, he's good. He gets hurt. You Bird, play there. Bird you, you never know what's going on Forgot with Bird. Bird. I mean, he's actually playing in the Dominican Republic right now uh, so he can get some bats. Yeah. Um, the thing with Incarnacion is I don't think – I think you definitely need to reconstruct a new deal. I don't think he deserves that much money. I mean, I think he's twenty millions a lot for I think a part timer coming down. I mean, you think he Stat- went statistically wise? No, he's not. I mean, he went one for eighteen with eleven strikeouts in the ALCS. in the postseason, but he's still hitting the heck out of the ball. He had almost forty home runs. Yeah, thirty four home runs. His strikeouts are down. His walks are up. So he is he is playing for his age. He's 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 a stud. Yeah, I mean, with the Yankees, he he, he hit two forty nine, thirteen home runs. Um, but he missed the final two months with that oblique injury. Yeah, and, and that's what I mean. That's why I think if you bring him back, you bring him back under a, a like different deal. a veteran's deal, deal almost. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say a veteran's deal because I think a veteran's deal is like $2 million a year. Yeah. He'll never sign for that because you know, there's teams out there that can use him, especially if J.D. Martinez walks for Boston. Boston, <laughs> that's a landing spot for him. You know, he can go there and play first base and DH there. Yeah, I don't mean, I don't want that. I don't want to uh, see that happen. But they're talking about Toronto's another team that could be in on him because he can go back to Toronto where he used to play. Yeah. Um. There's there's a lot of lot of free agents that are going to be coming up this year, and Damn. the market's going to be hot. Yeah. There's a lot of good pitchers, man. Zach Wheeler. Uh, who's that? That Rue from uh, the Dodgers. Yeah. Um. You got. Uh, is it Granky? Is he a free agent, or did they extend him? I'm not sure, honestly. But I'm not sure. 
you you have a lot of guys that are going to be coming up and uh, that can change a lot of teams. And the Yankees, they have to be all in for new pitching. They need yeah. it. Oh, absolutely. They really do. Now, you have the Yankees announced pitching coach, Larry Rothschild, won't return. You agree with that? Disagree with that? I don't know. I mean, sometimes they say change is good. Um, He's been there since 2011. I, what have we seen I, since 2011? I just don't think it's on him. I really don't. I mean, I don't think it's on. No, I, I don't think one pitching coach honestly can dictate how great the pitching is. No, but I think we do. I think we do need a change. You I know, think you have, you have Aaron Boone came in. I think I, it's I don't, time. To I end. don't. I don't think our problem is the pitching coach per se. I think our problem, and I said this before in the last podcast, is our pitchers. They're we're not getting enough out of them as far as innings. We're yeah. not getting the workhorses like I said we needed last time. These guys are throwing a lot of pitches in short amount of innings, and I know we have a great bullpen, but look what happened in the playoffs. We we used our bullpen too much. Yeah. Um, I think uh, we need horses. We need guys that can go and give you 200 innings and, you know, that can extend innings. I don't believe in the whole let's get five out of them and go to the bullpen every yeah. night. I don't think that's a good deal. I don't think it's good for them. Now, our team has pitching was a 4.31 ERA that ranks six in the AL. I definitely think that it's time that we need a change, and that's why, you know, we've been talking off, off podcast. How- you know, you— you you're gonna have some good pitchers coming up. You have you're gonna you have, have Garcia coming up. You, you have Bumgarner. You have uh, uh, Dallas Keuchel. You have Wait, Garrett Cole. What are you talking about? I'm talking about free agents. I'm talking about workhorses oh. that we can get to come in and eat up innings. Um, we have a couple young kids, Debbie Garcia. We have guys down there that could come up, but we mm-hmm. we have got to improve. And we got Montgomery coming back. Yeah. My ha- biggest thing is I think we go full out for Garrett Cole, and my reason for this is you don't need outfield. You don't need infield. You don't really need bullpen because you got Patance to come back and Chapman wants to come back. What else do you need? We need starting pitchers. Well, I disagree with the outfield. We, we need outfielders. I think I think Clint Frazier and Talkman will fill those two spots I, in greatly. I, I hope they do. But and you still have Aaron Judge and you and, still have Brett Gardner. And what, what is another thing I was right on? Hicks. Hicks. Okay. Hicks. But you take it, him out. We easily fill that void. But Aaron Hicks is now going to be out for 10 months. They're saying he might not be back till June or July of next year. Imagine we saw a nice comeback by Ellsbury this year. No, Ellsbury's <laughs> done. They want to get rid of him. I mean, he's. In, I feel bad for the guy. He, he just sat back and made twenty-one million dollars uh, for doing nothing. Yeah. Um, we have to get younger in the outfield. Um, the, something has to get done. I mean, they they have to bring Gardner back. I mean, Gardner's a workhorse. Gardner is an absolute workhorse. They're gonna have to sign him to a veterans minimum. Get him on board. Um, his numbers are at a little bit decline. Besides home runs. We need we need young guys. We need speedsters. We need guys I, to I steal think bases. Frazier and Talkman will be two good improvements. For I us. hope so. I mean, Frazier's had his chance. He's got to get up there and his he's got to play better defense. To, yeah. Now I think uh, I think Rothschild will definitely. I think he'll end up going to Philly with Girardi just because they have a great relationship. And if they if the Phillies can land Rothschild, I think that's good. I think that they will that will be huge for their bullpen and their pitching. I wouldn't just in be general. surprised if he goes with Girardi. I really wouldn't. I, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just saying. I, I wouldn't be surprised wouldn't because they have history together, and. I could see him going there, or I could see him going with the Mets because you know he he the bell train was with the Yankees and he lives in New York. He you wanted know, to travel you know, for. You know cool now? Hmm. As we can drive down to a Phillies game, try and get Joe Girardi's autograph. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, another another key position they're talking about is is what's going to happen with Didi. Wait. Yeah. I was well. I was going to get into that. I was going to say so. And Yankees get Lindor to replace Didi. Agree or disagree? Oh, I agree with that 100. What? I really do. He's younger. He's only 24 years old. He's the second top-ranked defensive player in the league. Plus, I'll, he's I'll a great say, offensive player. I'll let you say your part, then I'll. Uh, Didi, I don't. You know, Didi's coming off an injury, he, and he looked he looked bad. Uh, he is getting uh, long in the tooth. He's getting older. I think he's like what? I don't know if I've heard that expression before. Long in the tooth. Yeah, older. But I, I just think if you can if you can replace him with with anybody, and I, don't get me wrong, I like Didi. I yeah. really do. But if you could replace him with someone like Lindor, yeah. you have to do it. All right. Are you done? 
Yeah, I'm done. Do I think Lindor would be a huge improvement? Absolutely. It's going to cost a lot, though. My biggest thing, you have to trade for him, first of all. No, you don't. He's a free agent. Is he? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Are we positive on this? Yes. Do we have somebody to look this up for us right now? No. Okay. Aaron Judge, Gary Sanchez, Luis Severino, Glaber Torres. Got to get paid. You get Lindor, how are you making money for all that? Also, you want to get Garrett Cole on top of that. Got to understand something in baseball. There's no salary cap. Oh, I know. There's no salary cap. I know. Number one, five years we've had D.D. Gores. How has he played for us? Great. Absolutely. You could probably but, argue that D.D. is a top three shortstop right but now. But since he's come back from injury, his his numbers are so low. He's so late. He looks so different out there. This is his first and, year that we've really seen D.D. deal with an injury. And this could be an injury that changes his career forever. You know, I'm sure they said that about Derek Jeter. You know, shoulder injuries and, and Tommy John surgeries and stuff like that are nothing to mess around you with. You know, five years, D.D.'s bat 269, 360 RBIs, 97 home runs, and an on-base percentage of 313. I understand. Those and stats I, are great. Like, like, my biggest thing is... DD has not played bad for us. Like you can truly and say, I'm not saying that has. we have been He's blessed played for bad DD. this year. So it's almost like, why fix something that's not broken? Okay, I understand everything you're why, saying. When you can go after Garrett but Cole, the question was if you could exchange him yeah. for a Lindor. Yes. Absolutely, for anybody else, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't. With, but with, for a Lindor, if, if who's if, only 24 years old, absolutely. If they came out and said, we have enough money to get Lindor and pay all these guys and still go after Garrett Cole. Ty, they have enough money. There's no salary cap in but baseball. But you still got to make this money, Pierre. Ty, they have no salary cap in baseball. They could easily do it. You still have all these guys who were on on rookie deals and the Yankees have control over. My Judge big, isn't making a lot of money yet. My biggest thing, You have though, yeah, Gleyber but, Torres who isn't making a lot of money yet. Uh, and Carson, uh, what's going to call it? Um, the guy that plays third base. Mm-hmm. And you are? Andor, he's not making a lot of money. They, my, my biggest thing, though, is you're saying Didi has, has has had a quiet year this year because of injury. But what what has what Lindor done this year? Lindor had a quiet year. I'm just, Lindor's been. I, I'm not. The, I'm not arguing with you. I, the I, question I was, I know if, uh, if I know. we could change him with the Lindor, I know. And would I was, you and do I it? And my answer like, was yes. And I was just kind of fighting both sides. Like, would yes. it be? It would be awesome to. Get I would Lindor. take Lindor because isn't he a switch hitter for one? He's a switch hitter. Okay. But my biggest thing he's is two. I feel like he I, steals a lot of bases. Yes. Great, to, probably the best defender in the league. And he would probably be a great leadoff for us. My biggest thing is, I don't know if I, w- I would want to get rid of Didi. I mean, he's been so good to us. The he problem, the problem so with well. you is, is you yeah, get attached. attached. No. You get attached to players, no, it's and just like, you could never make a GM. It's just like Didi's been good for us. That's great. He's, he's filled Jeter's shoes. And the whole point of baseball and anything is, it's a business. You get what you can yeah. out of them while you can. But if and I had when the it's option, time to turn the page, option, you turn okay, the page. Do you want Garrett Cole or do you want Lindor? Who do you want? Garrett, absolutely, Garrett Cole. Yeah, absolutely. We need pitching. I, that's why my when I heard these rumors, my I was like, okay, our, our main focus should be let's go get Strasburg or Garrett Cole. Screw Lindor because our team's fine but right you, now. But you're saying you're looking at this as if it's football and we have a salary cap. We could sign every top salary as uh, top player at in, right. in the waiver wire or whatever free agency we want. We can go get Strasburg and Cole. Do you think the Yankees aren't making money? The freaking season tickets behind home plate are starting at $100,000 for a season. Yeah. They're making money. Yeah. They're the biggest freaking icon team in sports. They're the most ex- – what, what are they ranked at like $8 billion now or something like that as far as what they're worth? They're making money. Listen, my, my biggest thing coming down to this Yankee season was you had a solid depth on this team that got you to the playoffs, right? We had a solid depth, but wait, 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 not wait, wait, in the wait, wait, not in the outfield. Let me talk for a second. Not in the outfield. I'm not even talking about like what we were just talking about here. 
our series with Houston, okay, take that series for instance. First two games, if you're the coach, if you're Aaron Boone, you have a lineup where seven out of the nine batters didn't even get a hit, okay? Why would you not have, like, put a Luke Voigt in? Put a bench DD, put Luke Voigt at first, put Torres at shortstop. Because Why would you not have, like, as a coach, would you have thought about mixing the lineup, even though? First of all, we talked about this before. We didn't talk about it on the podcast, though. We talked about it on the podcast when Mike was on. The Yankees, for some unknown reason, went with 13 pitchers and only one bench player. Yeah. So it just, it even when CC but when CC Sabathi went down, what did they do? They brought another pitcher up yeah. instead of bringing up Luke Voigt. It baffled me when like those stats came out that like I we, just, had, we had forty strikeouts with three batters. Like it, why would you not change something? In up? a five game series, in the first series, I don't know why they went so heavy with pitching. Yeah, you don't need it. I mean, think of it as like when you coached us, right? There's games where you have your nine starters, and you, you have to win two out of three games. Say I went 0 for 6 two games. Let's be real. You probably were benching me that next game. Yeah, I'm a stats guy, though. I mean, ask Dex, ask Dex, the work I used to put in for the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, I knew pitching matchups. I knew where the guys were going to hit. It's different. It's a different thing, situation. Um, <laughs> but you have, like, like even take this, for instance. You know, we were talking about this. You have Sanchez, who I think got one hit that series. I would put Romine in one game just to let Gary clear his head, not even to bench him. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. I always, I always looked at it like this. You always wanted, like when when I coached, you know, we played our season games. We weren't guaranteed the playoffs, and I was fair during the season, and everyone got playing time. Mm-hmm. But my motto was, when we got to the playoffs, you're on my time now. We're not guaranteed the playoffs. What we do is what we do, mm-hmm. and I usually went with the. The, the best batters uh, and looked at the stats, what we whoever we were matched up against, and I went with them. And it, it's 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 tough because the Yankees, for some reason, they, they depend so much on their bullpen that they loaded up with all those pitchers, and they didn't need to. And they kind of put themselves in that hole. And I, I don't agree with, with, with some of the lineups that he did. I mean, it's yeah. just I, I don't agree with your best batter on the team batting second. Yeah. I don't agree with Judge Batten second. I think yeah. he should be third, fourth, or fifth. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a a shaky come to an end. Um, I I definitely think that if we can get the pitch in this year, that we. I mean, I mean, you saw even uh, what the heck was his name? I just don't understand why we who's, wasted who's the time. With, who's the guy with the tattoo on his arm with the maple leaf? Oh, that's uh, Paxton. Let me just say, like in the beginning of the year, I was like, "This guy's trash." I don't know why we traded for well, him. It's because he wasn't controlling his. He wasn't throwing he a lot of off speed. He was just he, depending on his. Even fastball. pitching against Houston, I was scared, but he handled that so greatly. Yeah. Um, but my, I mean, my, it was a good season. It was a good season. It is a good season. But, but I'm starting to feel like we're the Dodgers. Every year we get to the playoffs, we can't never win. But I, I said this to you before, and and this is what sucks when you have a team full of power hitters. They're gonna go in slumps. Yeah, and we got cold at the wrong time. Yeah, I mean, we started uh, off hot too. We did, we did, but <laughs> we did, we did. But the problem is, is, is we we have a lot of strikeout guys in our lineup, and that that hurts you, that deflates you, that yeah. that makes the team cold. And when you get to the playoffs, you're gonna face the best of the best. Yeah. That's why they're in the playoffs. And Let me ask you, as a GM point of view, you keep Stan or you keep Encarnacion? Ah, uh, I would have to say Edwin. I really would because he's, you're going to get more games out of him. I think I think Edwin too, just because he doesn't strike out as much. I don't even know if we got a hundred games out of Stanton in the last yeah. two years. My biggest thing with Stanton is you see that he truly tries to power hit everything, and he strikes out a lot. Yeah. With Edwin, you could see that he tries to put the ball in play. I mean, you saw in the playoffs he had a lot of doubles too. He didn't just hit home runs; he had doubles. If 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 I was the GM, and this is just me, I would I would get rid of Stanton. 
and I'd I'd pick up Rendon. And you could always make Rendon. You could either put him at third base or you could put him in the outfield. You know what? That's another guy that can hit the ball. My biggest another thing guy also, that's gonna give you. He's gonna give you ninety to hundred games. Yep. Yeah. But you gotta think. I'm Rendon, so done with Stanton. Rendon really though. That's big money. I don't care. That's there's no real, salary cap. Listen, you can say there's no salary cap all you want, but that's big money. That's Harper money. But we have Andujar coming back next year, which is that's another thing though too. He might. He I would fill put. In first I would base. put him at trade bait. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You need a. You need a good. Another good person that can play multiple positions. Yeah. Because. But I'm. But I'm saying if you sa- if you sign Rendon. Yeah, if you sign Rendon, but. This was just like you. You asked what I would do. Yeah, yeah. This is. I mean, this is. I just this clearly isn't gonna happen. But like, Stan. To me, Stan. You know, he 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 can't play outfield. He he's like, <laughs> unless the ball's hit right to him, he's 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 fine. But he can't play outfield. He can't move side to side. He looks confused out there. Would you rather trade Frazier and have Stanton start in the outfield, no. or have Frazier start in the Absolutely outfield? Absolutely not. I think Frazier. You can fix him. Yeah. My biggest him. thing with Frazier is you it, saw him play not even Frazier, half a season with us. He had 14 home runs. Frazier's problem is his head. Yep. You know, he thinks he's bigger than the game, and he needs to come down to baseball's level and say, I look, I didn't think, earn anything yeah. yet. I need to work harder. And that that's his problem. Yeah. He thinks everything should be handed to him. I truly and think he could be a good ball player. He, oh, he can. And he, he can. can steal bases for us. But, you know, he went back down to the minors, and he got into a funk down there because his head wasn't right. Yeah, he thought he was better. But when there, he came but... back the second time when they had the call-ups, he played a lot better. Yeah. But I I, th- I think uh, opportunity is going to come his way. It's going to be him or Estevan Florio. Yeah. Because yeah, Hicks is done. Really Hicks is done in center yeah. field, and you cannot play Gardner every day anymore. No. All right, we'll move on to the NFL. Uh, before we get into the quick news, we had the trade deadline. Obviously, there was a lot of talk. A lot of big names were thrown out there, but nothing. And this probably had to be the saddest trade deadline. I mean, the biggest news was what? Emmanuel Sanders got traded with Sanu. Yeah, and and uh, there was a lot of buzz about the Cowboys, and yep. oh my God, I was jumping up for down and listening to the radio all the way home, hoping that the the Cowboys would have pulled the trigger. But um, mm-hmm. Jamal Adams is uh, staying with the Jets, and it it's it stinks because the rumor is is they wanted a first, and actually they wanted two first, and mm-hmm. the Cowboys came back and said no, we'll give you a first and a second, and then they said no, we want a first and two seconds, and they just got they got greedy and. Then they came out and they said that they really didn't want to trade Jamal Adams and Jamal yeah, they, they Adams was upset they, and he said they the Jets came out and said we didn't call anyone they called us and we just tried yeah. to make a ridiculous deal. Yeah, they said they weren't shopping at us but they were listening to the calls. My my most frustrating thing at this whole trade deadline is okay, you are the Bengals GM okay, and you have AJ Green who hasn't played a game yet this season. Let's let's remember that. He said either give me a max contract or let me go. Okay, number one, he's not going to resign with you. You guys are going to be rebuilding. He wants to. He's getting later in his career. He wants to win a Super Bowl. My biggest thing here, and this is how stupid I think they are, he is not going to sign with you next year. Okay, he's a free agent. Why would you have not traded him for something rather yeah. than just let him leave? Like they straight up said, we're no longer taking calls on him. Why? What are you going to? What are you going to ride him off into the sunset and let him just walk away? You could have got at least a second round pick for him, if not more. A second round and possibly like another second round for the next year, maybe a third and a second round. Instead, you got nothing now, and now he's gonna come back and and that just it did this didn't make sense to me. No, and and that's that's the nature of the of the game. You know, these guys they want who knows what's going on behind the scenes. Uh, they could have wanted a lot more for him. Yeah, and, and well, you they saw, didn't get yeah. what they wanted, and 
you saw it with a lot of teams too, like uh, Cleveland Browns need offensive linemen. Nothing happened. Well, uh, the, the Tampa Cle- Bay Buccaneers Cleveland reached out to the Redskins a long time ago. There, there's a lot going for on Tra- with that right now. Well, they reached out for Trent. They reached out for Trent Williams a long time ago. They offered a first round pick, and Washington said no. At the trade deadline, Washington was calling a bunch of teams, and basically the Cleveland Browns told them, screw you, we're done. We're not giving you nothing for them. Mm -hmm. But Trent Williams did show up at the end of the trade deadline. He showed up to camp, Mm -hmm. and uh, he failed his physical. Yeah, he's got like what he had cancer or something, didn't he? Well, he came out. First of all, his agent's smart. He showed up. He's going to get paid for a full season now. Now he failed his physical, so he can't play because his helmet didn't fit. He came out today and said... His helmet didn't fit, so he failed a physical. Yes, but he came out today and said the reason that he didn't... He doesn't want to play for the Redskins is is he had cancer. Yeah. And they misdiagnosed his cancer. And when he was in the hospital uh, getting cured for his cancer and had his surgery the whole nine yards to have that mask removed from his head, not one member of the Redskins showed up to come see him. And this isn't the There's first, a lot of tension there. This isn't the first time that we're hearing about the Redskins medical team. Yeah. You know, we've heard this. There's been a lot of, you know, over past couple of years, you know. Haskins is actually starting for the Redskins this week versus Buffalo. Would you agree with that? Would you personally want him to start? Would you have kept going with Case Keenum? No, I think you got to move on. I think you got to start Haskins. You drafted him. You, mm-hmm. you, you know, you got to. your franchise you, quarterback now. Yeah, you got to make the change. Uh, their, their season's done. They're not going anywhere, and they're not getting any better. So now you have to start building on what you have. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that sucks, though, is like. You know, he's, he gets thrown into a Giants game. That he's they're losing a rate. There's three picks. His first start of his career is against a tough Buffalo defense at Buffalo. I yeah, mean, but you how, feel how cold it is out, how, out but today. But how tough is Buffalo? Because look, you know, Buffalo look, lost. Look, Don't get look me what wrong. What the Eagles did to them, and the Eagles, you know, they said that they were a mess, and uh, they but they Buffalo's went in and Buffalo's defense is still pretty good. You you have to admit that. Yeah. Josh Gordon fell down the waiver wire all the way to Seattle, and you know your Dallas Cowboys had a chance to get him. I wish he would have fell down to the Saints. Yeah, Jerry Jones was interviewed today on 105.3 The Fan, and he basically said that every day they're looking, but um, there, there was no real interest there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, You know, the pieces are there for Dallas. They, they have what they need. They had three bad losses. I know everyone's going to point out the fact that they lost those three bad games, but you know what? Everyone's gone through it. Mm-hmm. There's not one dominant team other than the 49ers and uh, New England. Everyone's going through their bumps. Everyone's going through their bruises. But, you know, you got to play every week. Mm-hmm. Anyone can be, get beaten on any any given Sunday. Um, if Dallas plays the way they, they did against the Eagles, you know, the sky's the limit. But you, that's what the, that's the thing. That was their first game where they put the whole piece of the pie together. Yeah. And the package was there, and they got a lot of pressure. I'll tell you what, uh, picking up Bennett, that, that's going to be huge. That's that's huge, huge for them. That's, that's huge. huge. You could throw him right in the defensive line. Because Dallas is one of the best teams right now of getting pressure on the quarterback. Um, they got pressure on the Eagles quarterback 53% of the time in that game, and the league average is only 26% of the time. Yeah. So they're getting pressure. Yeah. 49ers moved 8-0 last night with the win over the Cardinals. The Cardinals actually put up a really good fight. Cardinals going to be good. Yeah. Cardinals, you know, the Cardinals are st- starting off slow. Obviously, you know, you have a young team. Um, what I'm excited for is that the 49ers play in the Dome week 13. I'm Fort- very excited for that. 49ers, 49ers, I think, are better than the Patriots. I think the Patriots are beatable. I think the 49ers are on a different level. 49ers are legit. They really are. They have the There's number. a lot of people that don't believe that. The the, the stats don't lie. I know. Uh before last last night's game, the 49ers only allowed 71 points all season long. They're averaging or giving up 11 points a game. The next with well, actually the only team that's better than them is New England. New England gave up 64 points all year long, only allowing 8 points a game on average. 
The next highest team is 120 points. So that's the big gap between them and everybody else. Mm-hmm. So they're they're legit. They really are. They're, they're a good great. team. I think that Emmanuel Sanders trade was huge. It's, that, that opens up a lot of options, especially for Kittle and Marcus Goodwin. Yeah, I, but I'm looking because uh, the Redskins, I mean, not the Redskins, the um, the 49ers just lost their linebacker for the yeah, season. Yeah, I saw that. I saw um, that. That's, that's, that's a tough division to begin with now, especially with Seattle, how hot they're playing. Yeah. Um, I can't find it now. It did pop up on my screen here, but I cannot find it. I'm not even sure. I mean, I saw his name. It was like a weird name. I just couldn't remember He's it. out for the season. Yeah. Speaking of the Patriots, though, the Patriots defense, did you see that stat the other day where their defense has more touchdowns than yeah. most players in the they, league? They said before last week, if their, if their offense never touched the field, they'll be 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. I, saw, I saw that. 3-3-1 three, three, and one without the offense touching the That's field. That's better than, what, three teams in the league that don't even have a win yet? Well, here, here's your power rankings this for this week. Yeah, I saw good. Uh, the Patriots are number one, mm-hmm. Saints number two, 49ers number three, Packers ah, I saw, number four. I saw the Saints drop to number three. 49, uh, Packers are number four, and the Vikings are number five. Do you agree with all that? My biggest thing is I saw I saw one on NFL where the Saints dropped from number two to three because the 49ers haven't lost yet. My biggest thing is I don't know the Saints like haven't missed a beat. I mean you have Drew Brees that came back and dominated. Saints only loss was to the Rams, right? Yeah, the day, the day Drew Brees got injured, you have Teddy Bridgewater yeah. coming who is not even on the same count. Okay, since week two though they've been number two all the time. I just I just you know what. And, and it kills me to say this. I, I think right now the Saints are the most complete team. You know, and a in, lot of people say that because you you when you watched Breeze go out, it wasn't just Teddy time. You have your special teams. Uh, Thomas Morstead wins NFC Special Team Player of the Week two times in a row. You have a kickoff, you have a punt returner guy that's scoring touchdowns. Their defense comes together as a whole. Do you know their, their defense is one of the t- best defense besides the Patriots, Absolutely. obviously, yeah. right now in the NFL? Yeah. They, they, haven't, the they thing, haven't allowed a 100-yard rusher in about five games. The only thing that and, – and the only thing that concerns me about the Saints, and you could debate this with me and argue with me all mm-hmm. you want, is – and you have to be honest, for, and don't just be the Homer Saints fan mm-hmm. – the Saints don't have that downfield threat no more. That's uh, why they. That's why a lot of people are complaining that they didn't go after a receiver. But I'm saying, like, their play callings changed from two years ago. No, they. they yeah, it has. No, 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 no. I'm agreeing I, with you. I'm I mean, you. when you're when you're. Running backs are your your leading receivers. They don't even use the tight ends anymore. No. Well, this is this is. Well, I was talking with uh, our friend Hunter. Um, so for, uh, number one, our tight ends injured. By the way, just so you know. I, I'm just saying. No, no. But when you so even, you, when have, you had Ben Watson yeah, and all that, oh, no, Ben Watson sucks. I'm just saying, you guys yeah. never used your tight ends. This is my biggest thing right now, and why I wanted to go after AJ Green or Robbie Anderson is you have Michael Thomas, who is coming in. We had this debate already. Coming into the league is the best wide receiver right now. Yeah. Now, he can't get downfield when he's being double covered, so that leaves you with what? Ted Ginn? Because Traquan Smith is injured. You know that you are struggling with receivers when Taysom Hill, your third-string quarterback, has about four touchdowns right now this year. He's getting more receptions than Ted Ginn and Traquan Smith. My thing is, is why the hell did they get rid of Willie Sneed, who just signed an extension with Baltimore, by the way? I just, I don't understand He had a DUI thing, and, like, it just, I don't know if something happened between the GM and him, but, like, they, he got like one pass that whole year after having an amazing <clears throat> year before that. But we need more receiving. We really do. Yeah, absolutely. Do. Because, and I'm not trying to the toot no, the horn. No, I'm not mean, trying to toot the horn. That's why you see them throwing to the, the running backs a lot. I'm not trying to toot the horn for Dallas, but Dallas has shut down that offense the last two times we played them. And it just became an ugly game. If other teams study that tape and see what Dallas has done, 
you guys can go to the playoffs, but you might not make it far. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping Traquan Smith can get healthy and come back because he was he was playing well with Michael Thomas, and that allowed Ted Ginn to play the actual slot. But I mean, Ted Ginn's getting old; he can't he can't run downfield all the time. And we, by the I, way, Taysom Hill will be your backup quarterback next year. Oh, absolutely. Teddy Bridgewater's gone. He's and I, not. And he's not going to make five million dollars a year to be he's a backup. Make twenty to thirty yes, million absolutely. to be a starter. He, I don't he know if he'll five, make thirty he million, but he's going to make between eighteen and twenty-five million dollars next year. He he proved that he can start for eighteen. He went five and zero oh against you know that he played great. Yeah. Obviously, he started off. So I mean, his first game was in Seattle, and he he won. He dominated. Mm-hmm. He dominated in Chicago. We won thirty six to ten before we pulled our starters, and they scored two late touchdowns. You no, know, I just don't know what to make of the Packers, though. I, I'm still. I, I think I that, don't know either. I think that's Minnesota's. That's Minnesota's division. I just that's I, like that's like they have the Chiefs at five. I, I just, don't. I don't know about that yet. I I don't. I don't think. I don't think the Packers are as good as they they've been playing. I really don't. I just think they've been playing some crappy teams. You know, I want to say that with you and agree with you, but yeah, they're scoring so many points. Like, yeah, they're scoring a lot of points. Yeah, but I I still I just I don't know. I I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna fall off. I just think that's Minnesota's division to win. I think Minnesota Minnesota right now the last three games. They're Minnesota tough. looks good. They're tough, and and games. they get Dallas in two weeks. Yeah. In Dallas, so that's going to be a big test for Dallas because after this week, damn, Dallas, Dallas has a tough road. They have a real tough road. You know, they got they got teams like Minnesota. They got they got the Bears in Chicago. They got New England. They got Buffalo. They got Detroit. These are these could be all L's. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to I wanted to read this stat to you. I saw this stat coming in because you have you have the Lions, okay. Lions are, you know, they're three and three. Should be four and three at least, if not better than that. Coming into this year, though, Matthew Stafford playing his best year he's had so far. His passing yards slash attempts, first in the league. Passing yards per game, third in the league. Touchdown interception ratio, first in the league. Passer rating, first in the league. He's having a great year. I agree. I really do. I agree. Um, I, I can't even argue and debate that. I really can't. Um, but I'm shocked about though is is the Chargers. You know the Chargers come. We talked about yeah, this in the podcast just, that they were the team to go to the Super Bowl. This and year. they just fired their offensive coordinator. Yeah. You know Preston wanted to make a deal with me for uh, Eckler or uh, Gordon, and I backed away from it because I don't yeah. know what's going to happen there. I really don't. You know. I mean that that division still up for grabs because you can't say he's five and three without a Patrick Mahomes, and you're two games at a first. Yeah, but is he coming back this week? I don't know. I, I you know there's I don't know. But there's rumors saying he's coming back this week. I mean, if he comes back this week, I mean, that's that's going to be huge for them. It's just like, okay, you have Phil Rivers, who I don't really like, but, you know, a good quarterback. You have to give it to him. You have two good running backs. You have a good receiving core. You have Hunter Henry, who came back, who is a very good tight end. You have a good defense. And it's like, why aren't you winning? And it's like the teams that are beating them, like Pittsburgh, Denver. I mean, like, it's just like unbelievable. And then you Melvin Gordon fumble on the one yard line. Who was who, who are they playing against that game when they ran all the way back? Um, do you know? No, I don't know. But it's I don't know, and it's just I don't. I think it's time to move on, Phil Rivers. I truly do. Yeah, he's he's old. He's yeah. long in the tooth too. I mean, there's there's but I, they have no answers behind him. I mean, who are you bringing in? Tyrod Taylor. Mm. I think you go to the draft though. I mean, you might as well just you might as well just. Lose the rest of the season. Out, yeah, the most is, the most intriguing uh, division is the AFC South. I mean, last place Tennessee is four and four, and they're only a game out of first place. That's another team that it's just like 
they were uh, they were practicing quarterbacks the other day, and it's like, are you giving up on Marcus Mariota already? Yeah. I don't think Marcus Mariota is a bad quarterback. Yeah, and there's there's huge games this week. Texans the Texans play Jacksonville, I think, in uh, England this week, and there's only a game separating them two. It, it's going to be huge. But that this is one of those divisions. I like where, Minshew. I I truly do not believe that Nick Foles is going to be the starting quarterback there ever again. But if if you look at it, look at the divisions. I mean, five wins. I mean, that's going to be your wild card teams. All those teams with five wins are going to be battling for wild cards. You got the Texans. You got Jacksonville at the four. The Colts look good. Tennessee at four. Did you see that stat where it's between Grappolo, Brady, and Brissett, how like their record's like 20-2 and two right now to combined? Yeah. And you know what? I don't think anyone gave Indianapolis a chance. When, uh, oh, Andrew Luck went down. They thought their season yeah. was over. Now look at them. They're 5-2 and two leading that division. You know, the most painful thing to look at is the Jets, 1-6, and six, and knowing where that 1-1 one, one came. <laughs> It's just it's hard to look at that. You know, you know, I have many talks. There's a, a fella at work. His name is James. He's one of my managers. He's a Jets fan, and I talk with him all the time. Mm-hmm. The Jets have talent. I just they do. They don't. I, and it's like when I saw that they were willing to trade a lot of their key pieces, I was shocked because you 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 you're the one that went out and got Bell for all this money. All I gotta say is if if Dallas lays an egg on Monday night and loses to play, the Giants, you play Monday night. With <laughs> the Giants in New York. If we lay an egg in New York, man, I am gonna be. I'm gonna be so heartbroken. Do the I mean, Eagles have a bye this week? No, the Eagles play the Bears at home. Oh man! But I'm looking forward to that December 22nd game down in, in Philly because that's gonna be. Uh, I feel bad for you. It's gonna be a huge game. I feel real bad for you. Just the fact that I would not want to go to an Eagles game to begin with because there's a lot of stupid fans. I mean, I'm going to blend a lot in. Of, there's a lot of stupid fans in a lot of arenas. I'm going to blend in. I'm going to wear my jersey under my my jacket. Like, I'm gonna blend. It. I'm gonna get. It and this, this is we, what I said to Ian today because Ian sent me this thing uh, saying. Is it that, just you and Ian? Uh, me, Ian, and Hunter. Hunter's going too. Yeah. Nah. He he got seats one row behind us, right behind us. So he's gonna be like, <laughs> like I can put my head back and he'll be right there where Hunter is. So I know no one's gonna sucker punch me from behind. So. <laughs> but uh, Ian sent me this thing today saying that uh, you know, basically. They they came out and said that if you wear anything from the Cowboys, your life is basically on the line. You're gonna get beat up down there, and that the the court systems down there are agreeing with it, not not to come down there wearing Cowboys stuff. Now, isn't that sad? As a it fan, is sad. Isn't that sad that you can't go represent your team it without having a, a stupid drunk fan fight you? And you know what? Isn't sucks? it sad that we live in a world like that? Is you're gonna have to get down there early. That place gonna be packed, yeah, yeah. so it's gonna be an all day event. Could you imagine just coming out of your car with the Cowboys jersey on, going to the game, coming back, getting called everything in the world, possibly getting in fights, and coming back and your tires are slashed or that's your windows like a, are broken? That's like I always say, if I, if, I have a, if I have a girlfriend, don't buy me tickets to like the Saints and Eagles game because yeah. you think about it, you go, that, you go there with mom you know, and you both wear I would never. Shirt, and someone touched her or something. Or even if you have a kid, he's wearing a jersey. Like, like fans are – I mean, look at – Look at Scott. You got in a fight with Eagles fans. I didn't. I didn't even buy these tickets. So this was a gift. So this is the only reason I'm going. I wouldn't. I would. Wear, I would wear a green hoodie, and even though you're not an Eagles fan. Just so they think. Uh, no, are. I'm not wearing anything blue. I'm gonna wear my normal stuff. But wait, well, I'm gonna get in there. When we get in there, I said this to Ian today. We get in there. I'm gonna scout out the area. If there's Cowboys fans around me. <laughs> it's coming off like Superman. But as soon as the, the game's lot, over, I'm putting right back on, so I can get out. Yep. But. uh yeah, I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to that game because that game is going to be very important. Oh for yeah, that. absolutely. That that usually the second time you guys come around and face it, it's for the division. Yeah, but you know, other than uh, the Green Bay, it, oh yeah, I can't. No, I'm not even going to go there. Forget it. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> How about like uh, you know, you have the Panthers. You have Kyle Allen who goes four and zero, loses one game, and now they're going to start uh, Cam Newton as a GM. Would you have given 
Kyle Allen a second game, or do you go back to Cam Newton now? Is it time for Cam Newton to come back? Oh, that's a tough decision. My thing it really is because I saw what Cam happened Newton, to Romo, so it's a tough decision. If Cam Newton's healthy, like truly healthy, you like, gotta play throw him. the ball down the field healthy. Cam's you play Cam's with him. still young. Uh, younger, I should say. No, he's young. He's uh, still young. And he's still the team's franchise quarterback. I think you have to go with him. But I I think uh Allen, I think uh I don't I don't know what his deal is as far as how many years he has left on his contract with Carolina, but I could see him becoming a starter somewhere. Mm-hmm. Somewhere that, that, that they need it. Yeah. Uh Tennessee uh is a place that maybe because no one knows what's going on with Mariota there. I like Mariota. And Tannehill, he is there, but I don't think yeah. he's any better. Now, you had the Saints running away with the division, so I think you uh, need to play your hottest I was hand. just going to say that. You know, you're looking at it. You know, San Francisco is basically in. Uh, Saints are in. Green Bay in Minnesota. That's that's a coin flick. Dallas and the Eagles, basically, they have to win a division. That's the only chance they have to getting in. Because there's a lot of teams that have. A lot of teams. Because you think Seattle, the, only the Rams. Thing, the only thing that can help Dallas is if Dallas can beat Minnesota, if Dallas can beat Detroit, if Dallas can beat, um, they got to play the Rams. You know what I was talking about the other day is, you know, everyone's hyping up the Patriots so much. Now, now I'm not, I'm not talking trash on their defense. Their defense is one of the best in the league. Dude, I have, have them they, on fantasy. Who have they played? Let's be real. Who have they played? It doesn't matter. You know, you play what's on your plate. They I'm, don't I'm make not, their I'm schedule. Not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying they don't. They don't make their schedule. My like, thing is, I'm would it be any different? Would it be any different? I mean, look, you look at them compared to all the teams in the AFC. Would it be any different? I truly think you have them come into the Dome. I think the Saints can walk no, out No, I'm talking w. about the teams in the AFC that they've played. Oh, no. I mean, look. That's what I'm getting at. Like, they, they, I think the, the toughest the, team they played was the Bills. Yeah, they got Baltimore this week. Which I'm hoping You know, ba- Pittsburgh 3-4, and four, Cleveland 2-5, and five, Cincinnati 0-8, oh you know, Houston 5-3. and three. There's not anything that stands out that jumps at you and says, yep, Super Bowl contender. No. no. Even, even the Bills. No, honestly. Like, like, even like, the Bills, like, I don't see them as like, Super Bowl contender. Scrolling winner. down the American Football Conference right now, No, you think about that one division yes. there, Patriots' best team. AFC North, Baltimore Ravens, easily. That's it. I mean, the Colts, do you really think the Colts are good yet? I mean, they're 5-2, and two, but do you really think they're good yet? And then know. you have Kansas City, who who's Mahomes struggles this year. I mean, he's still he's, throw, he's still throwing dimes. Don't get me wrong, but who's winning the Super Bowl of that division? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's really not many eye eye popping teams out in that that league right there. Well, I said this last week. I said you look at the AFC compared to the NFC. The NFC has about five or six teams that can run the table. Oh my God! And that's not even counting. I you mean, know, you, think, you think you think Detroit three and three, and they're still a dominant team. I think. Yeah, they're a scary team. They really are. I mean, you have. I mean, look at the NFC West, San Francisco, Seattle, and the Rams. I mean, just look at that division. Look, and I said this before, I'm not really afraid of Green Bay because I saw what Dallas did. If Dallas didn't have those three interceptions, two of them inside the Green Bay's territory, that's points that we win that game. Mm-hmm. Minnesota, I can't, I just, I know they look good. We'll find out in two weeks when Dallas plays them in Big D. Yeah, Saints have a bye this week, and then the- I'm not afraid of Carolina. I'm not afraid of Tampa Bay. I'm not sure as hell. I'm not afraid of the Falcons. Seattle, I don't know. Oh, I don't, Matt Ryan's out the rest of the year. I think Seattle's good, but I don't. I don't think they're Super Bowl contending. Good. 49ers, we'll find out. I mean, they got to play the Rams, and they got to they got to play, play the Seattle, Saints, and they play and they, the Saints. Yeah, so we'll find out. I mean, if they, if they can beat those teams, and yeah, my biggest thing, man, is as a Saints fan. You said our first half was the hardest schedule because we played Chicago, Jacksonville, Dallas, Seattle, Los Angeles, Houston. This second half of the, of the, of the season coming off our bye, Atlanta, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Atlanta. Our first four games, San Francisco, hardest one, Tennessee, Carolina. You're looking at possibly losing one more game. I mean, you look. That, you, you know that you see that? That's possibly one mm-hmm. more loss. That's it. 
you look in in the NFC and Dallas sits right now as uh the third as far as points allowed. San Francisco only allowed 102. Uh, the Bears only allowed 122, and Dallas only allowed 124. The Saints allowed 156 points so far this year. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of tough teams. I mean, the Eagles, I, I, I'm not sleeping on the Eagles. I'm really not. I'm sure as hell not sleeping on the Saints. I'm not sleeping on Minnesota. Oh, I mean, a lot of people told told me that Drew Brees should not have came back. I said he should have because we're going well, to buy. Well, that, that's what they're saying. They're saying they should have left him sit two more passing, weeks out. Three touchdowns. Yeah. Hey, that man's great right now. But they're they're saying that because they're saying that he should have sat out at least another two, yeah. uh, two weeks to give no, it 100%. I think, I think it was good because he gets a little bit of playing time, and then he goes into buy where he can rest a little bit more, I think and then the, he's still hot. I think the problem is it's, it's, it's his throwing hand, so you don't want to take yeah. the risk of him hitting another helmet. or mm-hmm. You know, it is the NFL. People mm-hmm. know which weaknesses they're going to mm-hmm. target it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to the Sixers before we get to the end of this podcast. Oh, Sixers. I love the Sixers, man. I wish we had, we got to get Alex on here from that other podcast that we'll talk about sometime because they have a good – They have a, that's one thing. you got to support your local podcast. Yeah. And uh, they have a good thing going over there. Yeah. Well, the Sixers are 4-0. You know, they just played the Timberwolves where Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns got into a big fight. Um, I got to tell you, Bill, now, before we get into that, the game that impressed me was the game against Atlanta. They were down eight late. Can we talk about Trey Young? He's going off for Atlanta. Yeah. But Sixers shut him down. And the Sixers were down, and they should have lost that game. And they brought the starters in, and they battled back. They Sixers are legit. There's only two teams left undefeated. Think about the defense we have. Yeah, I mean, we beat the Timberwolves one seventeen ninety five. The only thing I'm surprised is that we have not played Trey Burke yet. Hasn't played. You know, I'm, I'm gonna be totally honest here in this podcast. Is I didn't get to watch a lot of the games yet. I've been working and, and being busy. And did you just tell me that we did not play Trey Burke yet? No. Why? Because he hasn't played. There's no need to play him. I like Trey Burke, man. I like him. Embiid and Towns both are getting suspended two games. Simmons, Which I disagree is, with. Simmons isn't getting any. Now the biggest thing is Embiid didn't throw the punch. Didn't do anything. He, they got tied up. They got locked up. He tried throwing a punch when he went to the ground. But like Anthony's the one that like started punching first. Absolutely, he swung at him. Now, now, but the best thing was when when Simmons came in there and he freaking put him in that chokehold and he made him tap it and then you see him it looks like he's yeah, tapping you see him tapping on the ground and, and then and you see the coach coming over and tapping simmons on his back like let him go dude you're gonna kill him what's funny is i was listening to uh, shannon sharp and them. they said that like when you go into a fight you know you never go after another player you go after your own teammates because when you go after another player you know they'll turn around and swing and they said the way simmons came in and carl anthony towns he knew it wasn't his teammate choking him but he couldn't tell who it was and it's funny man you just see him tapping 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 the Sixers right now have the second-best defense uh, in the Eastern Conference. They're only allowing 100 points a game. Uh, the Orlando Magic's the only team that's better. They're only allowing 93 points. And Beat's playing great. It's one, he's one of our better players the, right now. The thing that is, is going to suck is the, and Beat's gonna, he's suspended two games. I don't know if he's appealing it or not. But the which Sixers is, are, which is nothing right now. The six, well, the Sixers are about to go on a, a West Coast swing where they're going to play some really, really, really tough teams. And if, we don't, if we don't have him, it, it's going to be tough because we kick off on Saturday. We play Portland. We play Phoenix. We play Utah. We play Denver. Horford averaging 14 points. You know, he's playing well. Yeah. Those are going to be some tough games, man. Portland, Phoenix, Utah, and Denver. Yeah. Um, I can officially say that I think that uh, Golden State's done now. 
What do you think? They got blown out by OKC. And, I mean, they don't have really anybody they right now. They just lost Steph Curry. Three to four, three to four months? Yeah. Or was it weeks? It months, months, I right? believe. Broken hand. That's tough, man. I mean, you have Clay Thompson who's probably not going to come back this year. Draymond. No, his his best thing is it would be to sit out. Sit out. At this point, yeah. Yeah, they're saying uh, Curry's out at least three months. I feel bad. I mean, they they were struggling. Don't get me wrong. I I, I heard KD said that one of the main reasons he let, he wanted to leave was because that altercation he got in with Draymond Green. But um, that's tough. That's, that's that's that's. I feel bad for Steph Curry. I like Steph Curry. That's nothing but respect to him. Yeah, they're one and three right now. Um, uh, those, two and a half out in the conference. Those losses too. They got blown out. The, the, do, you, do you know who they lost to? I know the one was OKC. I forget what the second one was. I think uh, it wasn't the only team that they beat. Was it was it Brooklyn that they looked like the Harlem Globetrotters playing it? I think. I don't, I don't remember. I just, it's a damn shame. It really is. Yeah. Uh, no, they beat the Pelicans. They beat the Pelicans one thirty four to one twenty three. Did you see JJ Reddick's costume last night? Yeah. Dressed up like a Lego man. I can't wait till Zion comes back too, man. That's gonna be exciting. Dude, and that's another team too, man. They're what zero and five. Who? New uh, New Orleans. Now they won yesterday. Oh, they did. Yeah, they have. You know who's playing well? There's a lot of players playing well for the Heat right now. Oh yeah, the Heat. They're four and one. And like, I didn't expect that. Yeah, the Heat. What's that guy's name the called? Heat, Hero. The Heat, the Raptors, and Boston Celtics all only have one loss. Which I'm surprised with Boston after they lost as much as they lost. They have that un- like I think he's an undrafted. No, I'm thinking of a different team, but um, they have that Harrow guy, Tyler Harrow, as a hero. Harrow, I don't know, man, but he he's he's going off. He's balling off. Yeah, but no, there's a lot going on in the sports world right now. Man. Yeah, the Pelicans are one and four. They're allowing 124 points a game. That's a lot. There's no defense there. Yeah. Um, if you guys are watching this on our YouTube page. We forgot to say that this is the first time that we are videotaping. Yeah, so now you get to see our ugly faces while we're uh, talking to you. Yeah, you know, we haven't had to pause the podcast or anything, so hopefully this edit goes very well. No, this is a good flowing podcast. Um, you know, things. Well, have, we also haven't talked in like weeks, so there's well, also a lot of things. To talk have, you got to understand something. Things have been really hectic. I mean, I've been on overtime at work since the beginning of. Uh, spring. No, I mean we don't, we don't have a set schedule for this. I know, it's way, but, whenever we can do it. But getting home and, and until d- doing we get everything. paid, until we get paid, yeah. we're doing this podcast whenever we, we got we time. Don't, we don't do it for money. We've been oh, doing this. No, for fun. I'm just saying. Until, for all like, the three listeners out there, Gibby, Rudy, thumbs up. Yo, Mike. But uh, it's okay. been it's been hectic because sometimes you get home and you just don't want to do it. And uh, with with the with the World Series going on and the Yankees playing in the, the playoffs, it was tough and just uh gotta get in the swing of things uh, i'm waiting for some pieces of equipment to add so we can uh, add audio to our uh, our podcast and we're doing the video thing now which makes it a little more hectic because you can't make mistakes there's no editing this but, yeah that's um, tough if you have to edit something like this and the and the audio like you know, my wife just walked through in her underwear and thank god the camera's facing the way it is because you would have seen that and then we would have to edit out and yeah we were very mad at her but but we love doing the podcast uh we, we hit a little cold funk here with uh, getting guests on a lot of them want to be paid and um i i'm not gonna pay someone to talk especially when uh, i'm i'm not getting paid so yeah but uh, we, we have a good time doing this. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoy this podcast. You guys should see it on our Facebook page, our YouTube page, Spotify, iTunes, all those good old platforms. But we will see you guys next time. We hope you enjoy and we'll it. we'll be back in another hot minute.